Go. Good afternoon, folks. This is Ron Stone along with Randy Burks and Johnny Flash Thornton of K92 Radio. we got a special guest here tonight, and we're at Vinemont uh, Stadium. They call it the Eagle's Nest, or how all the time that I've been around. So we've brought to you by Talisa Shackard, your hometown alpha agent in Holly Pond, Walker Brothers in Baileyton for all your building supply needs in Baileyton, Affordable Tire and Automotive, that's Kelly Duke down in Wealthy, Traditions Bank and Coleman, Blunt, Winston, and Morgan Counties. Traditions Mortgage Company in Coleman. Holly Pond Animal Clinic in downtown Holly Pond. That's Mitch Smith and Peyton Smith, veterinarians. Citizens Bank and Trust. They make a their little bank making a big difference, and now they have a second location up on Highway 157 in Allen Woods. Is a high, uh, Holly Pond High School graduate. He's the manager at Citizens Bank and Trust. Hopper's Family Farmers and Market in Fairview. Okay, did we go blank for a reason? Yeah. Oh. All right. And we'll welcome you in to Vinemont Stadium tonight. You've got Randy Burks along with Ron Stone and Johnny Thornton here for the game between Vinemont and Holly Pond. Vinemont won the toss. They'll be receiving. They'll be defending the south end zone, Holly Pond the north. And look forward to this game tonight. Johnny, you've got a got some of the records on the schools. I know Holly Pond's coming in at two and seven in fifth and two A in our area. And Vinemont will go to the playoffs next week. They'll be on the road. Well, they got both teams tonight, uh, Randy and Ron, uh, with uh, momentum in the second half of the season. Vinemont. Winning two of the last four. Holly Pond winning two of the last three. Uh, Broncos last week. I know y'all enjoyed that trip over to Block County and get a win at Cleveland. As I told Randy earlier today, uh, all Coleman County schools this year have at least a win as a home team and a win as a road team. It's been a while for that to happen. So Holly Pond with two wins, trying to get some momentum going into the end of the season. Vima's going to be playing at Sylvania in the playoffs next week in the first round. The last uh, four years of the second half of each season, four and one, three and two, three and two, and two and two. But I know you guys uh, that uh, support that group in the green and the white are very happy about the momentum, especially when you score 50 on Gaston and you uh, do uh, the version of Tumors Corner at Holly Pond and then get the win last week uh, against uh, Cleveland and you'll finish fifth in the region. And uh, that win against Cleveland was great. If you was there, Flash, we had a, a nine minutes left to go in the game. We were eight points ahead, so they had a chance to come back and tie it up. But uh, they uh, poured the ice water out over there because they thought the game was over. And uh, uh, one of the ends caught a pass, went over and went down. And the trainer went out to get him. And uh, she, they, they didn't know how bad she was hurt then, but that held the game up for about 40-something minutes. Is that right? No wonder y'all took so long to get your game done last week. <laughs> the last nine seconds. Holly Pond will kick. It's going to be an onside kick. And unfortunately, wow. it will go out of bounds. And it actually went out on our 38-yard line. It, it went all the way up to about the 43. And then it took that sideways hop and all the way over to the Holly Pond sideline. So great field position for Vinemont to begin the game. 
Yeah, bad luck for Holly Pond. I don't know why they were trying to onside kick this early in the game, but they must have been wanting that ball bad. But they give a great start for Vinemont. 37 yards to the... Wait a minute, what a... It's a, it's a five-yard penalty. penalty for going out yeah, of bounds. Okay. Five-yard penalties to go down to 33. 33, yeah. Sandlin looks over the, to the near side for signals. They'll go with two receivers to the right. They'll go with a tight end and one back set. They'll turn give. He'll run off the right side inside the 30. That's Rodriguez inside the 25 to the well, – looks like they may mark his knee down at the 25-yard line. Nice gain of eight on their first play. Good run by Rodriguez, straight up the middle, lowered his head and just kept going. He was hard to bring down. They got a face mask against Holly Pond. Wow. It's an incidental face mask. They'll only step off five to the 20. So two big breaks for the Eagles already. The onside kick that went out of bounds that didn't go the distance. And then on top of that, the incidental face mask after an eight-yard run. So it'll be – so it'll be first down from the Holly Pond 20 for Vinemont. It's right on the 20 on the outside of the 20, or we'd call it the red zone. Two up backs, single, single set behind. They'll run the option to the right side. Sandlin looking to pitch. will take it his own, and he'll be stopped for no gain. Nice play. Carson Ryan turned it in. And coming through to make the stop was uh, Diego Aragon. So it'll bring up second and ten. And he placed the ball exactly in the same spot it was before, just outside the twenty-yard line. It's the first time we've, you know, first time we've seen Vimont this year. And the one thing that stands out to me already, the quarterback comes over to get the play each time, which pretty much puts you in a situation you're going to run a play with less than ten seconds on the play clock. Now they'll go in motion right to left. They'll give it. And on a little sweep, and he's got a little opening. He's down to the 10, got his first down as Rhodes took it off the left end. That's what, that's what you call an exactly 10-yard. He, he got the ball sitting on outside of the 10 like it was on outside it's of gonna the 20. Be, so it's it's going to be short by just a few yeah. inches. It'll bring up second and less than one. Short? No, it's it's sitting on the 10-yard line in there, isn't it? It's Third down. Oh, okay. Yeah, third and about inches. Yeah, I'm not looking at the down mark. I'm looking at the ball. <laughs> yeah, I keep my eye on the ball regardless of what y'all do. <laughs> High snap. Stanley tries to chase it down and fall on it, and it's loose. It picked up a high punt. It's Carson Ryan. He's at the 40. Midfield. They're trying to chase him down from behind. He's, and the last man will not pick him up. It will be returned for a touchdown. Holly Pond will take the lead 6-0, to zero, 9.52 to go in this first quarter. You talk about a change of momentum in just a couple of plays. That was really great break for the Pond. And that uh, touchdown was a compliment of Eckenrod Ford located on Alabama Highway 157 in uh, Coleman. So, Thank you for Eckenrod Ford. Touchdown. Let's see if Carson Ryan can get another. That I believe that's his first touchdown. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. 
It's not a pick six, but it's a pickup six. Well, no, it's called a scoop and score. Scoop and score. There you go. Yeah, I had a pick six last week in the game. We did West Point of Brewer. Now this week I get a scoop and score at 80 yards. Holly Palm will go unbalanced, and keeping it will be, and in for the two-point conversion will be uh, Sawyer. Sawyer, now they're saying no good. What? Well, the guy over here said good, and then they waved it off. On the other side. Let's go by weight on them officials. And that, no, <laughs> that one over there, he'll be right. Hey, yeah. Ron, you know, we want to tell you, it's like six to nothing, Holly Pond leads. But you have got two assistant coaches that are brothers coaching against each other tonight. I hear you. You've got, you got Joey Pace on the Holly Pond sideline. you got Anthony Pace on the Vinemont sideline. We had Anthony on a couple of years ago. And we learned the story that, you know, actually – him and his wife wife was sitting in class together and they Anthony's really shy so finally she ended up asking him out and now <laughs> as, as he likes to tell the story it was the, his six sacks against Pennington that caught her attention because <laughs> she was from Bluntsville and so when she saw him in class she was it just mesmerized her to come up and ask him out so that's the that's the story he tells now which one you want to believe one of the two but you know, and then you got Joey. Joey's married in the Big E's family, so he he naturally had to become a farmer. <laughs> and we'll squib it. Takes a high kick and loose, and Holly Pond gets it. Holly Pond gets it. It will be taken at the Vinemont forty-nine by Brody Howard. Brody Howard jumped up and grabbed that thing. So the momentum has shifted twice now. Or let's say it excelled after that first touchdown. So the, First down is presented by Senator Garland Gludger. He represents District 4 here in Coleman. So. Actually, no one for Vinemont went to play the high hop. It was perfectly kicked. And when it, when it was, Brody was there to make the play. Holly Pond will send one man in motion. That will be Gibbs out to the right side. Back to pass to Sawyer. He's scrambling, and he'll be dropped for a loss. Man. Let me get that number on that red jersey. 14. There. 14. Okay. That's Dawson Wilhite. That's it. Dawson Wilhite. Yeah. Dawson is a senior. He's a six foot, 158 pound, and he's got a little speed behind him. He turned on the afterburner to catch uh, Olinger. So it'll be a loss of nine. It'll bring up second 19. Uh, they, just, they just went back there to catch your breath. Watch them go. <laughs> They'll, go, they'll flex the tight end, go with one receiver to the right. Now they'll put Gibbs in a slot. They'll run Sawyer to the right, takes it 45, midfield, and he will make up most of the uh, lost yardage. He'll pick up eight, and it'll be third down and 11. Sawyer's going to have to pick up and do better than that since he lost that nine. He, he let Will Height catch him. That's, that's kind of embarrassing. I bet it's on film somewhere. <laughs> Do you what? Will Hot's quit. He certainly is. I saw Vima play early in the season against Good Hope, so I know a little bit about the Eagles. Uh, but what a good sell for the Broncos taking advantage of turnovers. Holly Palm will go with an empty backfield. They'll put Gibbs now in motion right to left. They'll give it to Gibbs on the sweep, and we got flags down. Uh-oh. Usually that means we've got 
uh, procedure. So they'll step off five against the Broncos. No, going. That's five. That's twenty-five yards. No, that's just that's ten yards of penalties, Ron. That's how many? Five and five is ten. Yeah, but fifteen. Fifteen. That's the third one. That's the third. Yeah, we yeah. had two fives down here. We had the kickoff for the five yards. Okay. And then the incidental face mask in that one. Oh, I didn't see that. I can't remember that. That's right. You, you forgot the kickoff, didn't you? <laughs> I forgot the face mask. <laughs> I forgot the face mask. Okay. I, got the fa- I got the kickoff. forgot the face mask. I, I don't know why they have incidental face mask anyway. When you get your hand in there with a face mask, you ought to be twisting it. It'll be a counter to Brody, and Brody will cross midfield into the four. To the 49, but it's going to be short. It'll be fourth down as they slide the ball back to the midfield. Well, they look like they're going to kick it, Randy, but you know, this early in the game, go for it. You ahead. Gamble, be like, uh, what's, that, what's that old guy over Ole Miss? Uh, Oh, coach. You talking about pretty boy Lane Kiffin? <laughs> yeah, Lane Kiffin, pretty boy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a, well, yeah, he'd go for it. Or well, how about that guy uh, named uh, Josh Hype of Tennessee? Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, another take, one. He'll take a change every once in a while. Oh, I got, I got a stat for you all here in a minute. Okay. And Carson will – no, that's going to be McGuell. He's back this week. He will kick it, and it'll hop out of bounds near the 25, 24-yard line. And Vimont will have it there. Do you realize that Texas Tech has made a fourth down conversion in 20-something games in a row? Dang. Well, I don't really follow Texas Tech, so I wasn't sure about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, I don't care for Texas Tech, but I do like Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> now, that's, that's a and Oh, that's, that's a and yeah. Oh, oh, Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, the, the Red Raiders. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So it'll be first down for Vinemont at their 24-yard line. They trail six to nothing to Holly Pond, and they'll give it off of left guard. A nice pickup to the 27-yard line as Rodriguez will pick up, we'll say, a long three. And he'll bring up second and seven. And I'll tell you why that I like. Jumbo Fisher's not for hey, his football coach they have, playing. Hey, Ron, they have corrected it now. Yeah. Because the, you remember what I said, the official over here yeah. said Sawyer got in on a two-point conversion? So. They've corrected it now, so, so. it is eight to zero. Yeah, the uh, scoreboard update I got has uh, Holly Pond eight, Vimont nothing. Now, Vimont running, Rodriguez off the right side. He's got the 30, 40, 45, and into the 47-yard line. So that'll be a first down. That first down is brought to you by Senator Garland Grudger, Jr. He represents District 6 right, right here in Coleman County. This is paid for by Garland Grudger, committee in Montgomery, Alabama. Garland has a committee in Montgomery. Well, that's what I think because he's on the state Senate. <laughs> and I tell you what, it says paid for. I may have to see him if he's, if he's paying out money. Yeah. <laughs> Motion right to left. They'll fake it. Sandlin. Uh, throw got it tipped and deflected, and it'll fall incomplete. Pass was intended for a Henderson. It'll bring up second down. I, unless that ball was tipped just right, Henderson was in, in position to catch it. He had about a foot, a yard and a half on our man out there. Well, you're not going to give us a whole bunch of stats. You know, Randy gives us these about the fourth down conversions. So, 
I'll give you anything you need to ask, well, Ron. <laughs> well, we'll let you give Ron Mont and uh, Collipon stats here in a minute. Well, I'll be glad to. <laughs> so it'll be second down for the Eagles. Sandlin, keeper to the left side, got a good wall of blockers in front of him, and he's chased down from behind. And they'll but, drop no, him at the Holly Pond 48. Fortner was the man that finally put him down. He had three or four chasing him. But Lane Fortner was the man that done the stopping. We want to say good well wishes to uh, Ken Burcham tonight. He's listening in. Hope he's uh, feeling a little bit better. And also, we got our first text of the night. Uh, Bishop said that Pennington won one to nothing because they were on a bye week. Yeah. That they. <laughs> That, that, hey, wait a minute. They only had 10 yeah, games. How can they count that? It, it, was, it was Penny and Burson and by. Yeah. And by lost. It's going to be third down, and <laughs> we'll say six for the Eagles from the Holly Pond 49. They'll snap it right side. It's going to be a direct snap. Man, and a first down across the 40. It was a direct snap to Rodriguez, and he'll take it into the Holly Pond 39. Yeah. You've Rod got Rodriguez kept that ball that time. And that's a first. That first down is brought to you by Senator Garland Gludger. That's a champion portable business. I'll give you some stats. Uh, Rodriguez got four carries to 38 yards. His longest run so far has been 19. I hear you. Got 441 to go in this opening quarter. We don't, we don't, like, we don't like them stats. No, I know. You're, you're on the other side. Of that. That's the wrong side of you. Yeah. Give stat. yeah. <laughs> you got well, they got the ball. I can't help you on that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> two, two receivers left. You got a tight end right, and they'll put Rodriguez on the left side of Sandlin, and I think Vimont's going to burn a timeout. Nope, there's be a flags. A delay game. Yep, yep delay a game. Now that's a Vimont's penalty, not Mr. Stone, for five yards. Okay, so Vimont got a penalty, and when he hollered timeout, I was getting my notes out to tell you about uh, Sprout Fiber Internet from Coleman Electric Co-op. Find out more. Call the co-op at 256-737-3200. Yeah, they've got some really good deals. On uh, Sprout. Oh, yes. absolutely, yeah. And I, I don't know if they've gotten yet to your area since you're east and I'm west. They have, oh, they, they've they ran the wire, to. but they've not hooked anybody up yet. Okay. We've actually paved our road, too, which is a, something to, in the past, high over the hands of a pew, and it'll bring up second, second down. Second down and 15, so we'll go. Yeah, I'm glad they they getting internet out throughout the county. We 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 need a, a what do they call that a Wi-Fi band band what what do they call that band what Randy? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're right. They on call that. it high speed it, internet. It, I yeah, it, it is yeah, also Wi-Fi. You're right on Wi-Fi, that. Wi-Fi, but it's <laughs> but they call it some kind of band. I'll, I'll, hey, I'll, I'll cyber broadband. Broadband. That oh. was it. Wow. Well, <laughs> okay, I never thought he was going there. Yeah. <laughs> Two receivers left. Yeah. They'll fake it to Rodriguez. Sandlin crosses a 40 and will make it to the Holly Pond. Looks like about the 37, maybe 36. So it's going to be third down and about eight. Good, good long eight. And we also want to mention here, Coming up soon, we'll update everyone on the cross country who, who which schools qualified for the state from the sectionals held at Cold Springs and up in. Oh, I forgot where the big larger schools was. 
It's going to be to give to Rodriguez. He is going to be just short of a first down. He'll be taken oh, down. In, yeah, but they're in fourth down territory. He'll, he'll yeah, they'll they'll go for yards. Randy uh, Coleman ran at Scottsburg yesterday. Lyman Scottsburg. and St. Bernard ran in Madison uh, at Palmer Park. As far as they okay. they were scattered throughout. Uh, well, y'all ran down at yeah, uh, Coach Springs with them, and they also had Foy down there yesterday. So it's going to be fourth down, a long two, almost three for Vinemont. Looks like they'll direct snap it to Rodriguez. They will. He'll run off the right side, cuts up the middle, guys first down, across the 25, and into the 21-yard line. Vinemont will have it first down at that point. And that first down is pre presented by State Senator Garland Rudger, Jr. Okay. You got the 5A boys, West Point. West Point boys qualified in 5A. Coleman boys and girls qualified in 6A. St. Bernard and Vinemont boys qualified in 3A. Holly Pond and Cold Springs boys and girls qualified in 2A. A give up the middle to Rodriguez. He will pick up two into the 19. It's going to bring a second down and eight. You've got 225 to go in the opening quarter. Holly Pond leading eight to zero. Aguilar actually tackled him on the line of scrimmage, but he was going up, and he all he done is tripped him. He just kept going there. He fell on the ground. Aguilar's got a low center of gravity. He has. He was right. Hey, I want to tell you, Aguilar, he did a great job teaching Ollie, his cousin, how to snap in the powder puff bowl. <laughs> yeah. I was impressed. She only had one bad snap the whole night. <laughs> Yeah, some of them said you lost it for the ninth graders with well, your, your talk. It'll give it oh, and a nice opening off the left side, and Rhodes will take it into the touch for the touchdown. So a 19-yard touchdown run, Vinemont will cut the lead for Holly Pond to 8-6, to six, as I'm sure they'll be going for two to try to tie the score. And Rhodes, that uh, points were presented by. Eckenrod Ford, located on Highway 157 in Coleman. Turn your dreams into reality at Eckenrod Ford. It'll be a direct snap and taking it in for the two-point conversion. Let's see, was that 33? Yeah, 33 Campbell runs in the two-point conversion. So we're all tied here. 8-8, eight eight, a minute 49 to go in the opening quarter. We want to remind you, if you're needing a flu shot, you can run out to Hopper's Pharmacy, see John or Tiffany, to get your flu shot going into this uh, cold season. And Ken's listening in. He has uh, said... Brewers leading 14-0 to zero over Danville. they got five minutes to go in the opening quarter. Yeah, I think they're playing that game over in full red. We've got uh, Corey Harbison update. Addison 6 to nothing over Shelves Christian in the first. Oakman leading Meat 7 to nothing in the first. Hanson and East Lawrence tied at 6 in the first. Fairview versus Randolph at Dapper Smith Stadium. No score. And that is the Corey Harbison scoreboard update. And we'll give you the Talisa Shackles update here shortly. <laughs> You got to get our commercials in there once in a while. <laughs> well, I know. You're killing me already. <laughs> yes. Well we, well, we had 15 seconds to kill, Flash. <laughs> yeah. You try to get 15 commercials in 15 seconds. I know you. <laughs> Anderson will kick. It'll be taken in by Holly Pond by Sawyer to 22, crosses the 30, 
and will dive into the 35-yard line. Now, that's what a running back supposed to do, dive in. You know, Olinger and Boston Gibbs both are outstanding running backs. They both have to fill in as quarterbacks, but if we had a good quarterback, there's no telling how many yards we'd get. If he could pass it off without bumbling it to Sawyer or Dusty. And Brody Howard is an outstanding running back. Well, let's see. To me, all Engler, he wears the number 15. He, he's trying to replicate a guy named Tim Tebow who running that uh, RPO. With that 15? Yeah. Now give it to get Boston off the right side. He'll pick up two to the 37. It'll be second down and eight. Yeah. Tim Tebow, you was giving the Florida Gators a kick, wasn't you? Of course it was. I am. That's right. Flash is a Florida Gator fan. My brother, he he works with Bob Tebow. That's Tim Tebow's daddy. You know, they uh, on, he's a missionary. Mm-hmm. And Tim's went with him a number of times, but he thanks the world of Tim Tebow. And a toss sweep to the right side to Brody. He'll only pick up one to the 33. Good defense by the uh, line from Vinewood. I believe that was – so you got Will Hyde on the stop, and also I'll try to pick up his number here in just a moment. But the big thing was Holly Pond didn't get the kick-out block, and Vimont did a good job of containment and pushing everything back into the inside. Single back set. They'll fake it. Sawyer rolls right, looking, throws it to off the hands of Faulkner. It would have been a first down, and it'll fall incomplete and bring up fourth down. Mm. And they'll kick it away since since they're on their own 38-yard line. That play went for about 30-something yards last week uh, yeah. when uh, we ran it against Cleveland. And, you know, Kate Albright, a couple of games back, he had a, a great game. Yeah, but I that, wish we'd hit, hit him. That passes him. to the back out of the, out yeah. the, uh, but, in the flat. But Kate caught that ball, and I think he's ready to go again. Miguel will come in to kick away. He'll be standing on his 30. And it's a fake. They'll give it to Jaden. And they they got a man waiting for us. This oh, is yeah. not going to go for a first down. A great job of Vinemont in contain. You had one man that spied the whole way. and it, So as soon as Miguel started to the right and pitched back to Jaden, I mean to the left and pitched to Jaden, he was the safety was watching it the whole way and come up to make the stop for only a short gain. So Vimont will have it at the Holly Pond 39. You've got oh. 25 seconds to go. This is probably the last play of the quarter. We're tied at eight. Sandlin rolling right, throws a pass, caught in the flat. He'll take it into 30, 25, down to the 20. 24-yard line, that was Campbell on the reception, and that'll stop the clock with 16 seconds. That first down was presented by State Senator Garland Rudger, Jr. He represents District 4. This is a paid uh, advertisement by the Gudger Committee in Montgomery, Alabama. You know you don't have to go by the paid part. (laughs) I I don't, but I thought I'd let them know who's paying for it. They may think Garland Rudger is doing it out of his pocket, and they'll all be up on wanting money this week. And yeah. they'll they'll, they'll like, let the they'll let the clock run out in the first quarter. Here at Vinemont, you've got the score. Holly Pond eight and Vinemont eight. We'll take a sixty second break. Here you're listening to Holly Pond Broncos football on HollyPondBroncos.com. 
W252EK 98.3 Praise FM and WKUL 92.1 FM. And while they're playing their commercials, we'll give you some of ours. We're brought to you by Mullins Body Shop on Highway 31 South in Coleman. Merchants, Bank of Alabama. Randall Shedd, Alabama House District 11. Holly Pond Supermarket. The Rough House. Farmers, Poultry and Supply. Mall Service and Funeral Home. Holly Pond Tire and Lube. Stewart's Auto Parts. Hall's RV in Albertville. Heritage Dental, that's Dr. Brad McKinney over in Oneana. Alabama Web Presses on Eva Road in Coleman. Dan Stevens, Alabama Health Guidance. The Spirit Shop, the Awards Palette, Adams Building Company in Blountsville. Talisa Shackles in Holly Pond. She's your alpha agent in Holly Pond. Walker Brothers in Bailton. Affordable Tire and Automotive in uh, Welty. Traditions Bank in Coleman, Marsh, uh, Mor- Coleman Morgan, Winston and Blunt Counties and Traditions Mortgage in Coleman. All right, Randy, we are ready to start the second quarter. Okay, time out. <laughs> <laughs> Randy stuck a phone over and it says time out. And I don't know. <laughs> that, meant the, that meant the timer. <laughs> was the, time, the timer was run out. So... <laughs> Ron, Ron Jr. It's always, it's always interesting with Ron and equipment. <laughs> hey, uh, what it is, that uh, his phone's connected up to Ron Mosley, and when he gets through, Actually Marshall, he hits the timeout button, and it flips back over to Randy. <laughs> you don't think nobody really believes that, do you? <laughs> All right. I see it, but they're I don't believe it. They're still anyway. five against Vimont. It's going to be first and 15. Back at the 29, Sandlin throws left side pass, knocked down. Great job by Boston Gibbs, and it'll bring up second down. First quarter offense, the Holly Pond Broncos 9, Lyman Eagles 110. Of course, Holly Pond's got that 80-yard scoop and score for Mr. Ryan. We got us an 8-8 ball game to start the second quarter. I need to correct you on that 80 yards. It's 89 yards. The ball was almost touching the 10-yard line, if you remember. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah, but the, fumble, was, the was, fumble was backwards, though, Ron. It's where he picks up the fumble. Yeah, oh. that, yeah. <laughs> I thought he picked it up around the 20. He did. Okay. They stopped it from the 11, but it was yeah. about a nine-yard loss. Yeah. Hey, I knew you were going to make me out wrong. <laughs> It'll be a give on the sweep. And Rodriguez will take it to the 26. He'll pick up three. And it's going to be third down, we'll call it 12. Well, like I said, I've been doing this for a long time. I can't say in back-to-back weeks I have an 80-yard pick six, and then I got an 80-yard scoop and score. So anything is possible with me, especially tonight, of being with you two. Well, hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for our second scoop and score. So hang, hang on there. You can, you can get a single and a, a pick six and two scoop and, scoop and, scoop and scores. <laughs> Hey, go to the I, I was store. supposed to got me something to drink. My mouth getting dry. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a direct snap to Henderson. Henderson off the right side, oh. and he'll be close yeah, to the first down. Right uh, See where the spot will I be. I think he got bumped out of bounds, and then just started he's running right again. Yeah, they will say he stepped out of bounds. It's going to be fourth down. And see where they'll place it. It's going to be right close to the, to the right close to the uh, 15 yard line. All right, it's time for our defense. To We're in the second quarter, 
score tied 8-8 between Holly Pond and Vimeo. Appreciate everyone joining us tonight. Yep, you've, you're listening to the Holly Pond crew tonight, so yeah. we appreciate everyone being with us. Now, I'm the guest. I'm not the Holly Pond crew. Oh, yeah, we, we got one guest with us. Yeah, that's right. got one guest. Sandlin <laughs> will take it himself, and... Let's see where they're going to spot it. I don't think he made it. Uh, if they go with the guy on the right side, they will, and they're going to move the chains. Oh. Dave Mustinger on the stop for Holly Pond. I believe that guy, guy on the right side had a B on his ring. So we first down Vinemont at the Holly Pond 11. That's the only bad part about looking through closed windows. You get a little bit of a glare. Yeah. Flash knew was coming. I don't know why he didn't bring his Windex with him. You didn't ask me. Yeah. You know, the running yeah. with a sweep left yeah. side. Good blocking in front. Yeah. And... It, the hole closed quickly as Rodriguez will take it to the, looks like the seven. Mosinger on the stop for Holly Pond. Mosinger done the stop. That's Mosinger. Uh, That's out on the east side of the county. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the Mosinger, north side, it Mosinger. may be Mosinger, but on the east side, it's Mosinger. <laughs> oh, heck, let me get this thing straight here. <laughs> so it'll be second down. And about four for Vinemont. Aiden got the stop. Aiden. Mossinger or Mosinger, depending on which side of the county you are. And they'll give it to Rodriguez off of right oh. guard. Line pushing ahead. Oh, <laughs> He's going to be down the near the two-yard line. That should bring up a first and goal for Vinemont. Aiden Mossinger on the stop. Uh, he likes uh, about a foot or so the way the down marker man over Oh, no, that's a first down. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so that first down is brought to you by Garland Gledger, State Senator District 4. The State Senator District 4 covers right here in Bangmont, along with a few other schools. So it's first and goal from the two for Vinemont. They'll go with a power right set. They'll turn, give it to Rodriguez. He'll cut back he inside the left end, and he is yeah, in for the touchdown. Okay. So, so it'll make it 14 to 8, Vinemont. 8.59 to go in the first half of play. Let's see if they'll kick the extra point or go for two. And the way they're lining up, I'm going to say they're going for two. They've been doing more of two point conversions here lately than they've been kicking extra points. They'll line everybody up to light. This is this is uh, George's favorite play, water bucket yep. play. They'll snap it to Sandlin, and he is in for the two-point conversion. So it's sixteen to eight, Vinemont leading. That that was always George Vine's favorite play. <laughs> yeah, he fussed about that every single week. Well, well he had fussed about it because they snapped it straight to him that time. But they would do that shuffle on the water bucket shuffle. And those points was brought to you by Eckenrod Ford, located on Highway 157 in Coleman. And I can tell you, they turned your uh, dreams into reality. Thirteen years ago, my wife went up there and seen Dwayne uh, Gaines. He's a uh, policeman now. He'll check you out. When you go in the courthouse, he checks you in and out there. Dwayne was a salesman for him up there. I called him and told him we was looking for a, a car and we was going to come by and test drive two or three and, 
He said, I got one I'm driving home at night. Said, uh, Dr. Johnson's wife had it. Said, they bought it new. Said, your wife will love it. Bring it home. And I said, well, we're going to check out three different cars. And, and he said, well, if you decide to trade, it'll be 13000 whatever it was anyway. I turned around, my wife would give him a check. He said, I don't guess you're going to get to drive no more cars. We done fixed you up. Kick will be picked up by Holly Pond. They'll take it off the left oh, yeah. side as Olinger will take it across the 30. Diego Rodriguez. He, 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 got, he got about 15, 16 yard run back, didn't he? Right? Yeah, about, about 10. 10, maybe 11. It'll be first down at the 35 yard line. 8.55 to go in half, 16 to 8. Vinemont leads. Yeah. And you will give us a scoring update, uh, yeah, Corey Hobson scoreboard update. Addison 20 to nothing in the first quarter on Shelves Christian. Oakland 14 meets six in the first. Fairview leading Randolph 7 nothing in the second. East Lawrence ahead of Hansel 12 to six in the second. The Corey Hobson scoreboard update. And a give to Gibbs off the left side. Penetration by Vinemont defensively off the left side of the Holly Pond line. He'll be dropped for a one yard loss. It'll be second and 11. Ron, I believe right, this folks. is probably the first time that uh, we've ever we've ever began a game and we didn't have uh, have something to drink and, and I know. also you normally you've got two hot dogs and popcorn by now, but yeah, and peanuts you can't do a game without eating peanuts. They'll fake popcorn. the pitch to the right side. Sawyer looking for a little running lane, and he'll be taken down near the thirty-seven yard line. Boy, that was a hard five-yard run. That math thing really reached up and grabbed you again, didn't it? <laughs> that math thing. Yeah. That was a three-yard run. No, hey, he was two yards behind that goal. You know no, he was on the 35. <laughs> <laughs> that Randy, he, he, he gave him a 10-yard line, a 10-yard run. It stopped on the 35, and he started on the 19th. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't figure didn't figure out that ten yards at the sixteen. That's because he got it on the twenty five. A little delayed draw no, no. to Boston. Boston will be dropped for a loss and it's gonna bring up fourth down. That was a one yard loss. I seen the way he moved that stand. So you won't you, you won't let everybody know how you and Linda met since we've already talked about the, the Pace brothers. Uh, me and her? Yeah. Oh, we, we, we met at the county fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when I uh, first met her, she had buck teeth, and she won the Blunt Coleman County Corn Cob Eating Contest. <laughs> she ate more corn off of that. And I thought I was marrying royalty, so I just proposed to her right then. Randy. And a high <laughs> short kickoff. <laughs> Uh, short kick punt as uh, be taken in by Rodriguez at the 46-yard line of Vinemont. And, the, again, good starting field position. That's the one thing all night long, Vinemont has had excellent, you know, starting field position. They lead this game 16-8. to eight. And I hope my wife wasn't listening at how we met. <laughs> Hey, Randy always likes exciting stories, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get into Ron and his cat here in a little bit, or it's Linda's cat. Linda's cat. That cat don't even like me. I I, I know how you can get that cat to like you, and it'll it'll help you on all these cold nights. I'll Eight tell you years. A minute. <laughs> <laughs> Give on the sweep coming back to the left side. 
He'll pick up the 50 and down to the 49 and step out of bounds as Rhodes was on the carry. And we're fixing to hear our play-by-play man turn into a cat expert. Go ahead, man. <laughs> it's going to be second, second four for Vinemont. I'll, I'll tell you, when we get a moment, I'll, I'll tell you how you can – the cat will quit sleeping up next to Linda and start sleeping up next to you. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how this works. They'll give it to Henderson. Henderson's got his first down as he crosses at the 45-yard line. Oh, I don't know. Depends on which side. 45, yeah. they're going to spot it. Now, this guy's walked on the left side of the 45 and the right side of the 45. And the ball's going to be on the right side, so it's going to be short. Less than a yard, it'll be third down. And – Braden Ivey was a man to, uh, on the tackle, number 67. He carried him five yards. He weighs 212 pounds, so they may need to give him a break. No, we got a cat that don't even that don't like nobody. He likes me. Except for, <laughs> he ain't been around here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sandlin, quarterback keeper, got his first down. Yeah. He's got the 40, 35, still open. Down to the 20, and finally taken out of bounds. Jackson Miller on the stop. That's like they'll be about the 16-yard line. You said he got a first down. He got a state senator, Garland Gledger, first down. He All right, Ron. Here's, here's okay. Well, you got to go to 30 yards while you're talking about cats. Uh, <laughs> while while the while he's coming to his play, if you will if you will go to the cat, and you will rub him gently on the head. Rub him gently down his back, and you'll scratch him on top of his back right by his tail. He can't scratch himself there, and he will fall in love with you the rest of his life. He'll come up and sleep next to you on cold winter nights. That's just, how you do it. Just two things. Yep. And back to pass is Sandland throwing right side. Pass is caught for the touchdown over the outstretched hands of Garcia. The receiver was Will Height. Tracks again. And that'll make it 22 to 8, Vinemont. As Vinemont will go to the swinging gate and go for two. Or is also known as the water bucket play. And they'll swing it out and they'll pitch it back and then a pass into the corner of the end zone for the two point conversion. Well executed and ran. As, uh, they they did the they did the diagonal snap. Yeah. They pitched it back to Sandlin, and that left the man open in the corner of the end zone. So twenty-four to eight, Vimont leads. Five twenty-nine to go. Now let me tell you about the cat, Randy. It's a she, not a he. Okay. And she don't like nobody. She and let me get her. Yeah, but if I try to get close enough to pet her, she either bites, scratches, or claws. Whatever you want to call it, she she's a hell cat. <laughs> you just you she, just she ain't a uh, that's what do they call it? A tabby, as Linda calls tabby. it. Yeah. Well, yeah. She a striped tabby? She's a striped tabby. That's but, a tiger cat. Because I had one for thirteen years. You'll love the nick the nickname I call my cat. What? Sports babe. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> it that yeah. Hey, what I call my wife's cat. Ain't fit for radio. K ninety two. Who called that cat a troublemaker? Come on. Cat, cat ban, uh, that banned me from K ninety two for ten years. <laughs> As Henderson will kick it off to the uh, left side, it'll be taken by Sawyer. 
near the 22. And he'll be tripped up across the 30. And when the guy quits walking, we'll know he's about to 33. Well, the, I like, all I know is when I go over there, yeah. the cat comes up to me and I pet it, and he just she just rubs all over my leg and just thinks I'm you know the wonderful most wonderful thing to come up. She's she's just setting you up. Some days when you come back with nine fingers or, or seven fingers and two thumbs, you'll know you messed with my wife's cat. Gibbs will take it off the left side. He'll pick up three. It'll be second down and seven. Heading under five minutes to go in the second quarter. Really, when you look at it, the quarters is so different. Holly Pond made a couple plays in the first quarter, led it, but Vinemont has really moved the ball more consistently here in the second quarter. Sawyer faked the pitch, turned it back up the middle, He's going to be held for no gain. You know, before that uh, other Vinemont touchdown over there, when Holly Pond went for it on the fourth, fourth down, and they got back in on their side of the field. I wonder how many of them parents over there were second-guessing Coach Mason and saying, man, what a dumb coach we got. <laughs> I hear them now. Oh, I raise the Give it to Boston left side. He got and his first down. He is going to be close to a first down. Nah, he got it. They pushed him back, but he was there. Moving. Moving. All right, that first down is brought to you by Senator Garland Gledger, Jr., representing District 4. And his committee in Montgomery paid for that advertisement. And that is your initial first down of the ball game, Mr. Stone. Yeah. So first down for Holly Pond yeah. at their 44. First um, yeah, first first down of the ball game. I think Vimont Jones. Okay, now we just, now we just got to go half as far to get a first down. Yeah, you got half, half to, yeah, it's first and five. <laughs> Madison, <laughs> Madison Academy is leading Westminster Christian 21 to 7. And a give straight up the middle, run across the 40, down to the 30 is Sawyer. And that's his second first down, and a big one. That's actually, that's actually Holly Pond's longest run of the game. Run of the game, okay. Yeah, that's a 15-yard run, and that is a Garland Gudger Jr. first down. Is that one of my fans back there waving at me? No. Oh, okay. No, you're <laughs> 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 fake pitch, saw you him. Cuts it back up the middle. He'll pick up two. Uh, Holly Pond first down was brought to you by Carlin Grudger. I forgot to tell you all that. I was checking out to see if that was one of my fans back Yeah, there. you got the fanfare behind us, I can tell. Yeah, it's probably, probably giving me rabbit ears right now. <laughs> hey, Gary, Gary McGriff says the first time all year he's been on on Friday night and Ron's talking about cats. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be second down for Holly Pond. They'll give it to Boston. Boston cuts it outside, and there's very little. He may pick up one, and it's going to bring up third down. I'm glad to see Boston in the game. You know, he got kicked out last. Yeah. <laughs> That's nothing wrong with that. 245 to go in the half. 24 to 8. Five month leads. Or is he not supposed to be in the game? He's in the supposed to be in the game. He did what he was supposed to. Yeah. He did what he was supposed to. We'll explain that a little bit later. He, he was on the wrong end of receiving something and retaliated. 
Boston takes it right side. He'll be tripped up at the 23 unless the gentleman stays at the 24. One's on 23, one's on 24. Now, and they're going to go with the guy on the 24. Last week when he flipped over like that, can they come up swinging? No, actually they kicked him and hit him, and then the guy took the forearm and drug it under his under his chin strap, and that's when Boston got up and went after him. And, and both no, both of them got their penalty by the state. <laughs> I know okay. Randy will let me tell how much it is. He may cut me off here in a minute. That's a hundred dollars. It's three hundred dollars, Randy. It's three hundred dollars for a glove. It's an ejection. It should be three hundred dollars. Yeah, well, three, it was three hundred dollars. Yeah. And uh, uh, Cleveland was Game. it y'all? Or was Cleveland? Yeah. Both of us. Cool. Okay. Well. They no, they they, 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 they get an ejection? Yes. Actually, okay. they may have had two kicked out. Okay. Well, anyway, both of you lost sportsmanship points, so you can't win a sportsmanship award for the upcoming year. I don't think that's been a concern for us. I don't think, think, that's, I don't think, that, <laughs> I don't think uh, that's on the mind uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, your friends uh, across the creek, uh, Fairview, on the Corey Hobson update, 14 to nothing over Randolph in the second. East Lawrence is leading Hansel 12 to 6 in the second. Addison is rolling along 20 to nothing in the second against Schultz Christian. And Meek is losing to the Oakland Wildcats in the second. 20 to 6. That's the Corey Harbison School Yeah, that eight. Schultz Christian team must have some, uh, like a quarterback and some wideouts and may not have a line or something. They either win 60 or 50 something to or very they, little they or they lose that way. Oh, they lost to the Coach Swing 44 to 12. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's huge swing. So fourth down, Holly Pond going for it. Sawyer looking over the middle. Pass is deflected by the linebacker. As I believe, was that Campbell? That was Rodriguez. Uh, Rodriguez? Yeah. Because the receiver broke open in the center of the field, and unless he, unless he gets that hand up like he did, that's going to be a completion and a first down. But a really good job by Rodriguez for Vinemont to knock pass down. Well, but, you know, uh, he had enough time out there. I think I'd have come out to the right side and went on down for a touchdown. He had all he had all, everybody running downfield on the other side. Vimont will go with three receivers to the right. They'll roll Sandal and throw that side. Pass is caught by Campbell. He's maybe a yard shy of the first down. Yeah, he will be. It'll bring up second down as the clock runs with a minute 41. Vimont quickly to the line of scrimmage. They're going to go two receivers. To the right, now three, and somebody's got to get up on the line of scrimmage. Nobody's on the line of scrimmage. Now he'll get up. They'll roll Sandlin that way, throw a screen pass, caught by Campbell once again across the 40 at 45, and knocked out of bounds by Ryan. It'll be a first down Vima. They're sending two to clear out the zone, and they're bringing Campbell underneath. They run the same play to the right, right same play to the left. And they've got the ball at the 45-yard line. And it's working both ways, so that's an ambidextrous play. It's just as good on left as it is on one way as it is the other. And that was brought to you by Garland Grudger, that first down was. Junior, <laughs> District 4. Sandlin rolls right. Being chased, now throws a pass. And right in his gut. He caught that good. Did he hang on to it? Yeah, oh, yeah. He had to. It hit him in the gut and he bowled yep. over. It's going to be Campbell once again. No, they call it incomplete, Ron. What? Yep. Man, it must have fell down between his legs. Oh, he is three or five in this quarter for uh, 40 yards. Folks, I stand corrected. (laughs) I (laughs) should. 
And by the way, Ron is buying supper tonight. Since we're here. <laughs> yeah. Second down from the Vinemont 45. They'll go with three receivers right. Back to pass to Sandlin. They'll throw it out there once again. Caught. And it's going to be a first down into the to Rodriguez to the Holly Pond 39-yard line. And Vinemont will take a timeout. And with that, we'll take a 30-second timeout. Be back with you. Vinemont leading 24 to 8 with minute seven to go in this first half of play. Is John? Oh, okay. Folks, we want to thank all of our fine sponsors like Walker Brothers and Bailey. They deliver and within a 60-mile radius of Bailey. Anytime you need building supplies, material, call them. Go by and see them. They have family-owned operations since 1963, and their grandpa had a store there before 63, and then they made the lumber yard and all at uh, Walker Brothers. Traditions Bank. Traditions Bank is a true community bank. They build financial bridges with them. We want to thank all that Tradition Bank does for the Holly Pond Broncos, and they sponsor our Thanksgiving tournament, which will be coming up during Thanksgiving at Holly Pond. And, Updating uh, some scores here. Let's <clears throat> see. As Johnny mentioned, Fairview leading Randolph 21-0. East Lawrence over Hansville 12-6. Oakman over Meat 20-6. Susamore leading Cleveland 23-6. Lynn Bears over Hoverville 27-7. So first down for Vinemont at the Holly Pond 39. They'll go with receiver both sides. Sandlin drops back, throws deep down the left side. And overshot his receiver, it'll be second down. He not overshot him. You thought he, I thought he was shooting a rocket out through there as far as it was going. You know, there's a lot of people in Coleman County happy right now. And you know why, Flash? Uh, tell me. Because Fairview is beating Randolph 14 to nothing. And we love for Coleman County to beat them Madison County teams no matter who we play. Well, yeah, it's been a while, but uh, one thing about Vimont this year, they got two wins against Marshall County teams, and both of them were shutouts. And, y'all, and then y'all go last week and get a road win and put them in the seventh place. Yeah. And the ball's loose, knocked out from seven. It's going to be scooped once again by Holly Pond, this time by Faulkner. He's at the 30, 20, 10, touchdown. Holly Pond, another scoop and score. Holly Pond come off the right side of the line. Sandlin was looking to throw left. He was hit from behind. The ball came loose. It was picked up by Faulkner and taken in for the touchdown. And I think it was 50 yards as far as I thought it was from midfield where he picked it up. I think it was about the 45. All right. <laughs> you're 45. You're 45. You're 45. You're 45. You're 45. Uh, just call it 50. We'll go with that. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to argue with you, Flash. He, no, I don't he, care. I just, I just he could have cared whether you said ours or theirs. Going for two, the pass is called by Jackson Miller. No, it's, no I'll take it back. It's, it's going to be Fox. Fox in the back of the end zone for the two-point conversion. And I want to say hello to his grandparents listening in Georgia. He just called his two-point conversion. And we know... That his hands come from the grandmother because it didn't come from the it didn't come from the dad, <laughs> come from the grandma. I just uh, by the way, just to ask you, what number was that that picked up the scoop and score? That was four. Number was four. Zane okay. Faulkner. All right. Zane Faulkner. So twenty-four to sixteen, Vinemont leads. You've got forty-nine seconds to go in the first half, 
And this is, <laughs> as, as Johnny said, anything can happen when he comes around, and so far it has tonight. Well, tonight, exactly. Two I got two scooping scores <laughs> in one ball game. I got three tur- touchdown turnovers in the last two broadcasts. Uh, think about Westport this year. They threw three pick sixes, but then they got a pick six last week to get them to the playoffs. But now you guys are known as the scoop and score kids. Well, now if we well, can, if we I, can just get a pick six now, we'll tie the ball game. You know, well, yeah, <laughs> we we make beautiful scores and exciting. Well, you know, yeah, they you, score, you score 10, the other team from Gadsden, <laughs> then you go and do the two minutes corners at uh, Thomas Milkefelder Field. Yeah. On the night that, that I was doing good of getting a 28 nothing shutout. He'll be picked up by Vinemont at the 30, and that's where he's going down. Will Hyde okay. with no place to go. Good coverage by the, by the Holly Pond kicking team. Garcia on the stop. And those Holly Pond points to get us to 16 was brought to you by Eckenrod Ford on Highway 157 in Coleman. Y'all of course, y'all are regulars of the Holly Pond team. I didn't get to see them all season. Is this the first time y'all scored on defensive touchdowns this year? No, we had one. Uh, what game was it, Randy? We had a pick six. Yeah, I don't remember which it was, one. It was 30 yards or so. I can't remember right off hand. Yeah. yeah, we got Beaumont will go to a tight formation. They'll bring motion. They'll give it on the sweep running right to left, he'll cross the 30 as Rodriguez will take it to the 36-yard line and that'll take us under 35 seconds to go in the half. Quickly, Vaughn will go to the line of scrimmage. They'll go with three receivers as if they'll send Campbell out in the flat. Sandlin rolls that way, throws a pass over the head of Campbell and he'll bring up third down. Third down and about four needed to pick up the first down. I, I can hear Rodriguez now. Jump, Campbell, jump. <laughs> when he gets back there. Yeah, that's what they told me last week when I run the pass pattern when the warm in the drills and warm-ups. Yeah. And one of the coaches overthrew me by a little bit. And they were telling me, you got to jump. I said, I could have 35 years ago and not now. 35 years ago. You're cl- close here to 45, ain't it, Randy? No. <laughs> It'll be a direct snap to Henderson. Henderson will take across the 40, up near midfield before he's brought down. Strong running by Henderson. Are they going to see where they will? Looks like they're going to We've got a flag. It's going against Vinemont. That was a Mott singer if you're from Holly Pond. It's Mo singer if you're from Vinemont. But he made the stop. Looks like they're going to Well, they don't get credit for the tackle because yeah. it's a penalty, but uh, you, you go ahead and give, give him his name nevertheless. Yeah, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got 15 seconds remaining. Yeah, three penalties for Vinemont in this quarter for 25 yards. Or 20 yards. 10 5 5. Holly Pond, no penalties this quarter, Ron Stone. Like that? I like that. That was, a, uh, that, was, that was nice math. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, try, I try not to do too much math if I can help it on that. Yeah. If you're not getting penalties, though, Flash, it's a boring game. You ever notice that? Uh, too much. Throwing across the middle. Pass yeah. is caught at the 45, and it's uh, going to be Campbell. Campbell will it. take it to midfield, no, and that will be three seconds. seconds remaining as they'll get one more opportunity to throw it as, a, as one official. 
official. One official threw it back to the other one as Vinemont will take the timeout. He threw it to the other official over here. And speaking of throwing it a little bit high, I was watching the official try to jump, pull it down. He's been out of school a few years, too. <laughs> yeah, his, his elevation was probably two inches, maybe, depending on which foot you go by, because one foot wasn't as high as the other one. Well, two inches, why his belly bounces that high when he walks out there. <laughs> but it, anyway, they'll have it at midfield when we get when we uh, run this final play of the half. You know, this is similar to last week. Holly Pond's leading 34 to 26 after the long delay. And, you know, luckily yeah. everyone got good news on the trainer from Cleveland that went down. But they ran one play, and they were going back to drop back to pass. Brody come in off a of blitz and dropped the quarterback for a loss as Holly Palm will they're going to go back in more of a prevent defense they'll go with looks like they're going to use three linemen a couple of backers now they'll bring a few more men up closer now I'm going to tell you what's going to happen number 77 Gazer is going to go back there and sack him for a loss you watch that He's he going to try to scrum around there Sandlin Grazier almost got to him the pass incomplete off the hands of uh, Rhodes, but that and that will end the first half of play. An exciting first half here from Vinemont with 24. Vinemont leading 24 to 15. We're going to take a 60-second break and be back with uh, halftime with uh, Johnny Thornton. You're listening to Holly Pond Broncos football on hollypondbroncos.com, WKUL 92.1. FM and also W252EK 98.3 Praise FM. Folks, if it's time to replace those worn out tires on your vehicle, come see us at Affordable Auto and Tire. Whether it's Michelin, BF Goodrich, Firestone, Uniroyal, Cooper, we can fit your tire needs. We do front end alignments, also tune up work. We're located in Welty and we're called Affordable for a reason. You can call us and get a price quote, 256-739-2290. That is Kelly Duke. We want to congratulate Kelly. He got to be a county commissioner last year when they made uh, part-time county commissioners. Kelly ran for it, and uh, he got it the old-fashioned way. He had nobody run against him in the primary and nobody in the final, so he paid his registration fee and walked in. And I told him, boy, I sure am glad you didn't have to spend no money because when you work on my car, I don't want it to be expensive. And uh, Merchants Bank of Alabama has become Coleman County's go-to local, locally owned bank by going way out of their way. They are back date to 1907 when they started. We've made a point of changing with the customers, not just the time, but our customers uh, doing business. The drive-through lanes begin opening earlier, and Saturday banking hours with the latest technology were added. We offer local decisions. Makers, unlike large banks, we personally, not just financially, invest in you. We know you personally. As we're, Are we going to listen to the Holly Pond Band? We are going to go to Johnny for his halftime. Before oh. we go to Johnny for his halftime update, the Holly Pond Middle, Middle School uh, Lady Broncos won again tonight 28-25. to Great Broncos go. All right, while Johnny does that, I'm going to go get us something to, to drink. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the Holly Pond Broncos, we'd like to 
administration. Welcome to the Congressman Robert Adderhold halftime report presented by Robert Adderhold. Fourth Congressional District, U.S. House of Representatives, paid for by the Adderhold Committee, Haleville, Alabama. It is 8.01 on this Friday evening, November 3rd, our game of the week on WKULFM, WKUL.com. And also hollypalmbroncos.com. Been an interesting first half of football. From Marshmallow Stadium, Vimont, the Eagles leading the Broncos 24-16. Vimont has 204 yards of total offense and three touchdowns. Holly Palm's got two touchdowns on scooping scores. One of 80 yards in the first quarter by uh, Ryan. And then the one uh, right before halftime, a scooping score for 50 yards by Faulkner. Holly Pond's offense is 39 yards rushing, no yards passing, two Garland Gudger Jr. first down. The Eagles with 165 yards on the ground, 89 yards passing, 204 in the first half, 11 first downs, five in the first quarter, and six in the second. As we take a look at the Corey Harbison scoreboard update, oh, there's my man. Uh, I took a picture with him at the county meeting day. Oh, but, that yeah, with the the drum major. Yeah, the drum major. Yes. Well, well he gets, he gets into it. Oh, absolutely. I heard a lot about him. Addison Bulldogs having a good game going at A.G. Hicks Stadium in the second quarter, leading Shells Christian twenty-eight nothing. Second quarter, the Meat Tigers are down twenty-eight fourteen to the Oakland Wildcats at halftime. Good news tonight for Holly Pond friends. The Fairview Aggies twenty-one nothing. The Aggies are leading. The Randolph Raiders from Huntsville, they came in with a four-game winning streak, 4-1 and one road record, but Coach George Redding's Aggies, if they win this game tonight, Coach Redding will have 117 career wins at Fairview. He will tie Hansel's Ray Talley for the most wins by a coach at one school in Coleman County. Speaking of Hansel, the Bulldogs are losing in the second quarter to East Lawrence up in Cato, 18-6, so our scores once again. Halftime here in our game of the week from March Mother Stadium. Vimon Eagles 24, Holly Pond Broncos 16. Fairview Aggies at the half, leading the Randolph Raiders 21-0. East Lawrence with an 18-6 second quarter lead against Hansville. The Addison Bulldogs four touchdowns in the first half on Shoals Christian. They're dousing the flame 28-0. And the Meek Tigers are losing 28-14 in the second quarter at home to the Oakland Wildcats. I got a couple more I can give you also. <clears throat> Brewer leads 28-0 <clears throat> over Dam. You've got uh, Southeastern over Appalachian 14-7. Winston County over Faultville 7-0. <clears throat> and also Susanmore leading Cleveland 30-6. And Lynn over Hubbardville 27-13. Got some scores from last night. Uh, the Jasper Vikings <clears throat> have had their worst record in years. One win and nine losses for Jasper at the, last night at Walter Stadium, they were pummeled by Homewood, 38-14. A pretty good team by maybe 35, 40 miles south of I-65, just into Jefferson County, corner Yellow Jackets. 41-13 winners last night over the Hayden Wildcats. They're 9-1 on the season. Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils, Ed Fultondale last night, 14-13. The Blue Devils with an 8-2 record. Fultondale's in the playoffs at 4-6. So coming up here, uh, more on the Congressman Robert Adderall halftime report. We'll talk about prep basketball, Water State volleyball, and this week's edition of Flash's College Football Frost. We'll be back as we take a three-minute break here at halftime in the game of the week on WKULFM, WKO.com, and HollyPondBroncos.com. It is the Vomit Eagles 24, the Holly Pond Broncos 16 will return in three minutes. 
again. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's what I want to know. Good. <clears throat> Wallace Volleyball won both matches today. They'll play Enterprise in the winner's final tomorrow. They're down in Mobile at the Mobile Civic Center. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> one of Ellie's really good friends from uh, the Libero from Fairview. Uh, Abby she, McDonald. She, Abby's going to Yeah, Wallace. Yeah, I was told, uh, yeah, Bradley Quinn from West Point, the place with them, told me that they were recruiting her. Mm. So. <clears throat> But they lost last week to Calhoun. Calhoun's been put into the losers bracket. They're on the other side, so Enterprise beat them today. So Calhoun, when I saw when I saw Calhoun's you know, back during the summer when we were having volleyball workouts, I didn't know that they, Calhoun would be that good. Just watching. yeah. Well, she's recruited up in that area from uh, Huntsville. I think got some kids in Spartan, and mm-hmm. but uh, well, Wallace played them too many times. They played them last week in the invitation. Lost to them in five. Mm-hmm. When they played them last home match, they beat them three nothing, but it was not easy. And again, reminder: we're at halftime. For everybody, one everybody <clears throat> listening on the live stream, we're about twelve minutes and fifty-seven seconds away from the start of the third quarter. Vinemont leading twenty-four to sixteen, and it's really been. Holly Pond got the scoop and scored by Ryan early in the early in the first quarter, and then it was all Vinemont after that as they moved the ball down the field. They stopped Holly Pond on fourth down attempts, had great field position. Then Holly Pond with a scoop and score off another hit on the quarterback the to uh, you know get this thing really close once again. But you can say one thing: it's not been a boring game. I mean. Well, we continue with the Congresswoman Robert Adderhold halftime report, the game of the week on WKLFM. Holly Palm Broncos with two touchdowns on fumble returns, or the term is now scoop and score, one of 80, one of 50 yards. Byman Eagles had three touchdowns and 240 yards of offense in the first half. 24-16, it's a one-possession game. The Broncos will get the football to start the second half for they defer their option until the second half. Let's take a look at the... National Junior College with the Alabama Community College Conference. It's the Gulf South District down in Mobile. The Wallace State Lady Lions, the top seed out of the north. Well, today they defeated Bishop State and L.B. Wallace. They now have 41 wins on the season, four losses. They're in the winner's bracket final tomorrow to Mobile Civic Center. They'll be playing Enterprise at 1 o'clock. Still in contention in the loser bracket, Calhoun and Pearl River, they'll play tomorrow at 11. Steed and L.B. Wallace will play at 11. At 3 o'clock, it'll be an elimination game. 5 o'clock will be an uh, elimination game. If Wallace wins tomorrow without losing the Enterprise, they'll be playing for another conference championship, district championship, Coach Randy Davis' team. That will be Sunday at noon at the Mobile Civic Center. Yesterday... A very good day for cross-country sections for our local teams in 2A Section 2. It was the Coach Ring Eagles with 24 points, Holly Palm 34, 
Holy Spirit finished in third place with 102. Ethan Edgeworth, the coach, brings the winner, 1507.30. Travis Barnett, the talented young man for Holly Pond, third place, 1603.30. The coach, Spring Girls, were first, 24 points. West End, 40. Holly Pond, Lady Broncos, qualified with 88. Reagan Perez, the fine Coach Spring senior, going to Wallace next year, second in the sectionals at 1737-46. The Coleman Bearcats and Lady Bearcats won their sectionals up in Scottsboro, 6A Section 5. Class 3A Section 4, that was up in Scottsboro yesterday. St. Bernard with 51 points. Vimean Eagles second at 67. Brady Johnson, the Vimean sophomore, the individual winner, 1626.68. Hayden Robson ran very well for the Vimean Eagles. In the 3A section 3, it was J.B. Pennington, 45, Plainview, 59. Weisberg, Christian, 66. On the good old side, Weisberg had 15 points. Pennington, 55, and Plainview, 7. Three West Point Warriors also qualified the state cross country championship next week at Indian Mounds Park in Oakville. This side of Moulton about ten miles, and they'll get started early Saturday morning. In prep basketball last night on WKO.com with yours truly, the Vima Lady Eagles a 48 to 31 winner over Elkmont in the Vima Tip Off Classic. Ardmore last night defeated St. Bernard 52 to 29. And other girls gave them last night. Brewer pounded Tanner, 45-13. Bob Jones, Lady Patriots, outscored Hillcrest, Tuscaloosa, 64-56. And the Grissom, Lady Tigers, at Decatur, 48-43. Tonight, we can already tell you, last year's 2A state runner-up, Coach Spring Lady Eagles, began very well down in the Gulf Shorts Classic. They are a 57-40 winner today against Orange Beach. Coleman was playing this evening down there as well, taking on Spanish Fort, as both teams are playing today and tomorrow in the Gulf, down there, the Gulf Shorts Classic, hosted by Class 7A Gulf Shorts High School. Now it's time to take a look at this week's Flashes Flops. How we do once again last week, another one of those 6-2 and two records for the season. 67 wins, 15 losses, the winning percentage around 820. Tomorrow in our Flops, we start out at 11 a.m. from the Swamp, Arkansas and Florida. I say Arkansas will flop to my Gators tomorrow morning. Big game in the SEC West from the Grove in Oxford, Mississippi, Texas A&M and Ole Miss. I think pretty boy Lane Kippen has too much for Jimbo Fisher. A&M will flop that game to the Rebels tomorrow. Jacksonville State is playing in Columbia against South Carolina 11 a.m. Jacksonville State is a heavy underdog, so they will flop tomorrow to the Gamecocks at Williams-Bryce Stadium. UConn coming to Knoxville to take on Tennessee at 11 a.m. Central Time. UConn will go back with a loss to the Volunteers. 2.30 tomorrow afternoon from Athens. Missouri and Georgia should be a good game on paper. I don't know if it will be on the field. Georgia probably about a two-touchdown favorite. Missouri will flop to the Bulldogs between the hedges. Tomorrow at 3, Tiger Tailgate Show will be at 12. Auburn and Nashville with Vandy. Auburn's about a two-touchdown favorite. Vandy will flop Saturday afternoon in Music City. Big game tomorrow night, Kentucky at Mississippi State, 6.30. That's over at Scott Field. The Wildcats, I'm going to say, flop to Mississippi State. And the huge one Saturday evening from T-Town, Bryant-Denny Stadium, LSU and Alabama. The Tide is a seven-point favorite. LSU will flop to the 
Crimson Tide tomorrow evening under national television with uh, Gary and uh, Brad Nessler. So the flops for tomorrow, Arkansas to Florida, A&M to Ole Miss, Jacksonville State to South Carolina, Yukon to Tennessee, Missouri to Georgia, Vandy to Auburn, Kentucky to Mississippi State, and LSU to Alabama. I guess I'm going to have to text Louie and Olin and let them know that you're taking Ole Miss over a and M. I guess so. Okay. Let's take a look at uh, our scores one more time, and then we'll get back to the tandem of Mr. Burke to Mr. Stone here shortly. It is in the second quarter. Addison now is leading 28-6 over Shoals Christian. The Meek Tigers trail 28-14 in the second to the Oakland Wildcats in Arley. At halftime, Fairview Aggies with a 21-0 lead, trying to go 9-1 in the season, 5-0 at Daphne's from the stadium. Hansel is tightened the score to 18-12 in the second quarter at East Lawrence. And here at halftime, it is the Byman Eagles 24, the Holly Palm Broncos 16. And that is the Congressman Robert Adderhold halftime report presented by Congressman Robert Adderhold. He represents the 4th Congressional District of the U.S. House of Representatives, paid for by the Adderhold Committee, Hayville, Alabama, coming out after the game of the Game of the Week on WKUL, the finishing touch, body shot, post-game report, and much, much more. Now back to Randy Burks. And again, we appreciate everyone tuning in tonight. <clears throat> Whether you're listening on hollypondbroncos.com, uh, here on WKUL 92.1, and also on <clears throat> Praise 98.3. We enjoyed the opportunity of getting to bring you this game tonight. I appreciate Ron Mosley giving us the opportunity. And hope Rich is enjoying the night off. We're going to take a f- five-minute break. And we'll be back more here from Vinemont as Vinemont leads Holly Pond to have 24 to 16. This game tonight brought to you by Alpha Insurance for with Talisa Shackle for home, auto, and life insurance. It's uh, Alpha Insurance and Talisa Shackle in Holly Pond. <clears throat> Walker Brothers in Bailton. A full line of building supplies and materials, family-owned and operated since 1963. Affordable auto and tire. From tires, alignments to tune-ups, we are affordable for a reason. Traditions Bank, your true community bank, we are building bridges. Traditions Mortgage, let us help you with all your mortgage needs. Holly Pond Animal Clinic, a hometown veterinary providing services for both animals small and large. Citizens Bank and Trust. Small bank, big difference. Ladies Hopper's and Family and Market and Pharmacy. The marching Eagle Band featuring the best in class awarded color guard and major reps. Dedicated to bringing customers the best service, grocery items, meats, produce, and prescription needs. And a reminder, if you'd like to uh, have a flu shot, go up and see John and Tiffany. Mullins Body Shop, 24-hour towing, accident repairs and painting. We are where quality is the difference. Merchants Bank of Alabama, the Merchants Way. Discover the power of great community bank. Randall Shedd, Alabama District 11 representative. Member of the Alabama House of Representatives, proudly serving our district. Holly Pond Supermarket. For gasoline, diesel, convenient late-night purchase at the pump, food items or snacks, come on in and see us. The Rough House. We provide daily and long-term boarding for your pets, plus pet grooming. Farmer's Poultry Supply. Get all the poultry supplies you need without even having to cross the road. Moss Service Funeral Home, providing funeral and cremation services with compassion since 1882. 
Holly Pond Tire and Lube for tires, wheels, oil changes. We are family owned and operated in Holly Pond. Stewart Auto Parts. We deliver the right products to the right place at the right time, putting you back on the road. Halls RV, North Alabama's RV dealer for travel trailers and fifth wheels. We sell fun. Heritage Dental with Dr. Brad McKinney. Family dentistry where new patients are always welcome. Alabama Web Press. Come print with us. Dan Stevens at Alabama Health Guidance, providing Medicare insurance options and solutions. Southern Photography and Travel, providing Holly Pond team photos for our website. The Spirit Shop, if you can imagine it, we can create it. The Awards Palace, whether you're shopping for plaques, trophies, nameplates, medals, certificates, or pins, think of the Awards Palace. Again, once again, Vinemont leading 24 to 16 at the half. You got about a minute and 45 before the start of the third quarter. Ron, you got the big gulps tonight, didn't you? Yep, that's all I had. Oh, I'm, all, I'm good with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I took long enough to get them. I just now got out of line. <clears throat> Well, Ron, that was yeah. definitely a different first half than what we've seen a lot of times. Yeah, you know, last week we went back and forth for a little bit before we finally won it, and uh, I hope it turns out that way this week. Vinemont is in the playoff, but I was thinking they had only won one or two games, Randy. Mm -hmm. how, how many games have they won, you know? I think they won about four or five. Johnny, how many games have Vinemont won? Four or five? They found what one, three, four, five. They're three and six. Three and six. Three. Okay. <laughs> but in the second half, they're two and two. As I said in my pregame report, last four years, second half, four and one, three and two, three and two, two and two. So a chance to get, let's see, that's uh, 12 wins and eight losses. Better second half team they have been in the last four years. Then they play the first half of the schedule. Mm -hmm. Are you trying to scare <laughs> us, Johnny? <Yeah>. Just tell <laughs> them facts, say, Joe. Say, just the facts. I like it. That's right. Flash facts. Like, like Joe Friday <laughs> on Dragnet. Just the facts. <laughs> For sure. <clears throat> Folks, we want you to go by and see Traditions Bank. They're way better banking at... Uh, they're a community bank right there in Holly Pond. They got a great office. They got offices in uh, Winston, Blunt, Morgan Counties, and Coleman. They got two or three different banks. And if you want to go see a good-looking bank, Traditions builds kind of the traditional old bank style, but they took over the grocery store in Arley over there. The old grocery store, it was a rock store. They fixed it up, put a fireplace in it. When you walk in the bank, you see in a great-looking bank. Have you been over and seen it, Randy? <clears throat> I haven't been through Arlen in a while. Been, been a while. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Used to go over all the time. They don't. I actually, I actually used to I go did. to Lynn all the time. Did well, you? no, actually, uh, I got talked into playing uh, a <clears throat> summer league over at Arley on the nights we wasn't playing in Coleman. And uh, <clears throat> so I would go over and I'd play the 630 game, the 730 game, and the 830 game with somebody. Bang. It was more community ball than it was everything, but it was a lot of fun. 
Oh, I, I, I loved to play softball when I, when I was a little younger. <laughs> Give you an update here, guys. Uh, Corey Harper's an update at halftime. Hansel has moved in front of East Lawrence, 20 to 18. So our our two non-county games tonight: Fairview winning 21 nothing and Hansel winning 20 to 18. And pretty good game here, a one possession game. And again, the rarity for me to see one team get two scooping scores for their touchdowns, and they get the uh, get, get to receive the football to start the second half. Just stick around, Flash. Holly Pond is good at amazing you, you know. We, we, we will surprise you, make, make you feel good. Well, uh, if you're let's, go back, let's go back a, a month ago to the start of October when y'all lit up a team out of the Gadsden area you never beat before and put half of 100 on the scoreboard and uh, toilet paper your stadium. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what they did. <laughs> <clears throat> they went to the tray down off the track. On the south end of the south end, or east east end, and uh, and they had already they had already promised them they could do it. Same way in volleyball, they promised them if they won the area they could go roll the tree. So all the kids got to go uh, roll the tree once again when they won the area in volleyball. It's a <clears throat> kind of a uh, school spirit building. Uh, you know, we got when uh, Dr. Turner got there. A couple of years ago, she come in before she went to her position down with the state, <clears throat> and she started trying to, you know, really get everything rebuilt and get put in some programs and things. And then Nate's come in, and then he's just trying to keep taking that to an additional level each time. And so it's it's really for the spirit of the kids. Uh, the one thing that did surprise me, <clears throat> what was the guy that? Uh, uh, they got caught, you know, and went down to Auburn and poisoned the trees. Oh, you talking oh. about? Uh, you, yeah. uh, you talking about Harvey? Yeah, Har- yeah. You know, actually, his nephew actually complained about the kids uh, rolling the tree at Holly Pond when they uh, <laughs> when they won. I, I thought, well, I guess, I guess, I guess we've actually made it now when he makes comments on it. But uh, well, one thing I got to say about the fall sports at Holly Pond, especially about volleyball, having a very good year, a lot of wins this year for that team, a lot of seniors also cross country qualifying for the state. Uh, Travis Barnett has done very well and sort of been one of the young runners, a sophomore, because everybody talks about Ethan Edgeworth being the outstanding senior, but there's several underclassmen in county cross country like. The England kid at Fairview, the Marino Tovar kid at West Point, the Johnson kid up here at Vinemont, uh, and you got several teams going next week to the Lawrence County area for the state cross country championships. And uh, Coleman's girls are led by a freshman named Maybe Free, and then they got a seventh grader. Her last name is McBurr. She just happens to be the daughter of Coleman's new girls basketball coach, Jessica McBurr. Who will be seeing the Holly Pond Lady Broncos on Tuesday at Bearcat Arena? Yeah, well, I may go out there and just look it over, see how they do. Belmont set to kick to begin this third quarter of play. You'll have Boston along with Sawyer standing at the 16-yard line, and they'll squib it, and it'll be go off. Is Belmont offsides? We got flags down. I believe Vinemont must have been offsides. Offsides, <coughs> Vinemont. There you go. So they'll step Another five-yard penalty. 
Does that give them 40 yet? Uh, let me see. I'll have to do my adding. <laughs> oh. Man, all these statistics you have, I figured you kept that in your head. Uh, that's 30 now. 30. Okay. 30 in penalty is not 40, but... Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Sun, I'm back to you tomorrow. If you're not doing nothing at uh, 2.30 on WKO.com, listen to high school girls basketball. I got the, the championship game in the Vima Tempo Classic, undefeated Vima and undefeated Ardmore, and we'll have that for you on WKO.com Saturday. Vimont's got some yeah. good guards and a very tall back line. Absolutely. Sure. Well, there are three guards starting, and still just sophomores, three-year starters. Henderson will squib it once again. It'll be picked up by Sawyer. He'll take it across the 30, looking to the left side, up towards the 40, maybe the 41, and then Holly Palm will have it first down at that point. Okay, so Holly Palm take over first and 10 on their – you know, one thing I've noticed tonight, Sawyer's been returning every, every kick to the left side. I know he's on the left side. Now, when I returned kicks, I don't, you know, it didn't much matter where the return was. I was looking for an opening in some way, some way to just get away from everybody. They'll give it to Gibbs off the right side. He will take it up near the 43, possibly the 44 if he gets a right foot spot. Dalton Bryan. He's he's been an athlete. Actually, going to give him uh, run. They say in the 44. Yeah, well, it's inside of the 45, so it's got to be a 30-yard gain. Yeah. So it'll be second and seven. Holly Palm with a tight set. They'll go with two quick backs, a deep one that's Gibbs. Once again, Gibbs off the left side. He'll dive across. That should be down by contact to 46. He lost the ball after he hit the ground, but he'll be down by contact. He's going to bring up third down, third down in about five. Yeah, he got a one-yard gain. He got uh, a gain of a yard there. He know he fumbled the football. You're going to fumble it, fumble it forward. That's what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> You're right there. Go go this way, not that way. That's right. Yeah. They'll fake the pitch. Sawyer keeps it himself. He'll pick up the first down across midfield and into the 46-yard line of Vinemont. As Sawyer Olinger picks up another Garland Gardner Jr. first down. Garland Gludger is a <laughs> The senator from District 4. And, uh, and I'll get the ice out of my teeth. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, it sounds like your tongue is froze. <laughs> yeah. First down, Holly Fodd, divide them out 46. They'll give it on a counter coming this way with Brody, and he'll be dropped for a loss. Vinemont had good penetration into the backfield. There was no running room for, for Brody, and he'll lose about a yard. You know, they shouldn't pick on Brody that way. He's only five nine hundred fifty one pounds, and they picked him up and slammed him down. Yeah, but he t also leaned down and picked him back up after he slammed him down. See, Ron, if that had been you, yeah, you'd I, I'd have stepped on him. <laughs> you know, I, if you're going to throw him down there, don't be nice to him <laughs> till after the whistle blows anyway. Give to Gibbs. He'll cross the 45 oh, into the 42. And I thought Gibbs might 
got stopped up by him. He just kept pushing forward. And for the ones that don't know, Ron still holds the all-time penalty yards for one player in a single game, 95 yards. It's an all-time Holly Pond record since it's they started football since he was first there. It's 85, Randy. You 85. Must take all you sure it wasn't 95? <laughs> it was 85. <clears throat> Sawyer, Sawyer crashes ahead. I think he's going to be just shy of the first down based on where they're, where they're oh, marking him down. It'll bring yeah, it up he's going down. He's going to be a little shy. <clears throat> Fourth down and about Tyler a yard. We fourth and one for I wonder if that's G running the football in and out tonight. <clears throat> you know, G, and along with Johnny uh, Spitzer, was two really good football players on the uh, elementary hey, teams. Yeah. And also, both of them ended up getting their arms hurt. They were in a cast for the end of the season. Saw your guy's first down. He'll cut back at the 30, push his way into the 28. And he'll as pick he, up the first down. As he goes to the 28-yard line, first down, and that's a first down by State Senator Garland Gludger, Jr. He represents Districts 4 here in Coleman. Well, you're like this, uh, Olinger in the third quarter, Mr. Stone, has got uh, three carries for 21 yards and two first downs. God, I hear you. Well, he is doing good. He's got a 9 and a 15-yard carry. No, that's his uniform number. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's my way of doing the stats. Call <laughs> uh, sweet right side to Boston. He will get near the 25 before he's pushed back. Did you see the block Olinger put on that man out there? No, I was I was, yeah, he, I was watching I was watching the guy that hey, he he was six yards in front of Boston, but he's still making a block out there. Telling Boston to come on. You know, one of my better blocks was on that side of the field against Vinemont up here. I took uh, Drake somewhere from about the forty yard line all the way down inside the twenty. You know, I never. But I was a, I was a wide out runner. I didn't get to play up here when I graduated. Vinemont was still a, a ninth grade, a junior high school. Sawyer, off of right guard, he'll pick up about two or three before he's picked up and rooted. Oh, you say? How would you say? Greeted to the grass. <laughs> They'll give him into the twenty-two. It's going to be third down and three. Well, when you're playing, Mr. Stone, uh, yep. was this a field up here built at that time or not uh, yet? No, no, there wasn't even a high school. They were, no, still, no. They were still, they were still picking up rocks off Holly Pond's field when he played. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I know because Vineman and uh, Goodo <laughs> opened uh, high schools in 1969 and started football in 1970. Yeah, I, graduated, I graduated in 65. <laughs> <laughs> Saw you with a fake pitch. And he made his first down, I believe. He's going to be inside the 20. You, you know, also, uh, my dad was one of the ones that helped grade off for Holly Pond's football field okay. back in the uh, early 60s. Of course, the interesting thing about the first football coach up here at Vimont later became a great basketball coach at Holly Pond, Coach Adams. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hear him. Yeah. He, well, you know, his cousin was the uh, principal up here. It's going to be fourth down and one for Holly Pond. Huey, Huey Adams was... Sawyer got the first down. He's inside the 15, still on his feet, down to the 10. It'll be first down Holly Pond. 
You got five minutes, 44 seconds to go in the third quarter. Holly Pond has had the ball the entire quarter, and they've marched it down the field, and <coughs> Vinemont leads 24-16. to 16. Six gears in this drive. Mr. Stone for Olinger for 36 yards. He's They'll getting one back to Brody. Brody across the middle and dives inside the five close to the two. Yeah, way to go, Brody. You're just a little shy. Maybe, maybe old Inger will pass it off to you again. You know, Mark would be telling you he taught him everything you know. Mark. Mark Hired. Oh, yeah. His grandpa. He's good at that. It's going to be second and goal for Holly Pond. Yeah, no. Sawyer will take it himself. And I think he's, he is in yeah, for the touchdown. Yeah. Two-yard touchdown run, Sawyer Olinger. 5.05 to go in this third quarter. Cuts the Vimont lead to, from to 24 to 22. And we want to, again, say hello to Gary McGriff listening tonight. Gary has to travel quite often. He fills in, helps out during basketball, but during football season, he delivers the officials' equipment to a lot of stadiums. They'll give it to Faulkner. Faulkner is in for the two-point conversion, and we're tied at 24. You know, that was the same play that they ran just a couple plays back to Brody on the little counter. They lined up Faulkner on the right side, and Faulkner takes in the two-point conversion. And that two-point conversion and the six points is brought to you by Eckenrod Ford. They're located on Alabama Highway 157. They turn your dreams into a reality. Well, yeah. you like this would be in Holly Pond. 13 plays, 59 yards, touchdown drive for the Broncos. Two-point conversion to tie it, and the time of possession was five and a half minutes. Man, I tell you what, it's good that a man can keep up with that. Five and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, five and a half minutes and 5.05 is five minutes and 55 uh, is uh, 10 minutes and 55 seconds. <laughs> I didn't know Vinemont had it that time at all. No, we had it. I thought we had it the whole time. Yeah. Well, the time of possession at 12 minutes. And 6.55. It's 6.55. Well, it started at 11.51 to 5.05. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've got. You can argue if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll pooch kick it off yeah. the left side. It'll go out of bounds at the 35-yard line. Maybe 36, depending on where the official's standing. So it'll be first down Vinemont at that point. I ain't arguing with you, Flash, but 505 from 1151 is six minutes and uh, 46 seconds. Well, I was going to elaborate a little bit. I know it's at least five and a half minutes. I'm, I have a hard time oh, okay. sometimes counting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I thought you was keeping it precise to the exact second. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I keep it on here, but as far as adding up for me, that's a that's another story. Oh, okay. The first down at the 41 after the step off five yards against Holly Pond on the kick. They'll turn, give it to Rhodes on the sweep, and he is going to be dropped for a loss. It'll be a loss of two back to the 39. Flash is giving me some learning and time keeping over here. You're learning what I do besides what y'all do. I don't do nothing. Randy does the stats. 
Yeah. Hey, I, 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 he lets me tell a joke every yeah, while. Yeah, you talk about your cat that don't like you, I need to go see that thing. Especially since it's a striped tabby, that's a tiger cat. Yeah, you need to see it from the road. You don't want to get close up to that thing. <laughs> Say it now, direct snap to Rodriguez. This has worked for them as they get a couple blocks. He'll cross the 40, up 45, and about the 46-yard line. He will pick up eight yards. And after the, it'll bring up third down, third down, and we'll say about four. Four oh four left to go in the Actually third. Actually, closer to five. Well, I'll give you a, a Corey Robertson scoreboard update. Fairview 27 7 in the third quarter against Randolph. Aggies are half away from finishing 9 and 1 in the regular season. Host a playoff game next week against John Carroll. Be live. On WKUFM next Friday with Rich Jesse, Pete Kirby, and your truly. Not yet started the third quarter. Hansel's on top of East Lawrence, 20-18 up in Lawrence County. Addison is whipping Shoals Christian 36-6 in the third quarter. They're about to finish 8-2. And, and how do you do? It's good to see somebody from behind us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's all the hospital. Yeah. Good to see you guys. Thank you. Mr. Shields, good to see him. Oh, he's one of the best officials. Him and uh, Mark Freeman. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, two outstanding guys there. Hollipon uh, having to work on that injured Bronco, but uh, Addison looking good. Fairview got a good lead. Hansel trying to third straight year to try to end the season for Coach Brewer with a win in the final game. And I hope they make it. Yeah, because this year they opened the season playing you in the Jamboree. Yeah. But I tell you what, Hansville's had a little, they've had some good football teams in the past. I can remember when uh, uh, Ray Talley came back to Hansville after 15 years, and they played Coleman, and they beat Coleman that year. He had been a senior in high school the last time they had beat Coleman. He played on the field. Then when he came back. I I visited my cousin down there that night when we come home in uh, doggone I was more horns blowed that night than any time in Hansville history. Third down, they'll run the counter back this way. A little sweep to Rhodes. Rhodes has got his first down, or I believe. I don't believe he made it. It depends on where they'll say Jaden knocked him out of bounds. He knocked him out on the 50, yeah, I think, and he, li- he liked that. I think they're going to get oh, it. Oh, look at that official standing over there. I think it's going to be a first down. Uh, if not, it's going to be just a couple thing. inches. Oh, that was, measure uh, that thing, boys. Uh, the White Hat signaled this way. Uh, yeah. Hate to disappoint you there, Mr. Stone. I know Stone. him. They call him White Hat people good guys, but I'm not so <laughs> sure sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was actually Aiden Mostinger that went out on the play earlier. Sandlin takes a high snap. He'll run it straight ahead. Gets away from one man. man. He'll cross the really 45 the into the 44. It'll be a pickup of about five for Sandlin. That's a very good recovery because the snap was high. He, he batted the ball up with his hand, caught it, and then just happened yeah. to see a little running lane. Well, that's what happened on the first turnover, high snap, um, mm-hmm. and the Broncos get it and go scoop and score 80 yards to get on the scoreboard. It'll be second and close to five for Vinemont near the Holly Pond 44. Got 3.13 to go in the third quarter. We're tied at 24. They'll give it to Rodriguez. Rodriguez, ooh, cut down quickly. Yeah, you know who done that, too? Faulkner. Zane Faulkner. Zane Faulkner. 
Zane's got a low center of gravity. Yeah, he popped him down there. I think it's because he's 5'6". Yeah, at 5'6", you'd have to have a low center of gravity. You couldn't have a high center unless you walked on stilts or had high, long high heels. That's one thing we're missing is a lot of height or a lot of size. We're missing that on the girls' side, too. They're down in three for Vinemont. They'll put two receivers to the right, tied into the right. Sandlin will run it that way. And he's got his first down inside wow. the 40, 35, the down I, I, near I, I, the 34, 33-yard line. I was wondering, was anybody going to stop him? He just kept bouncing around out there. Finally, Boston Gibbs hey, was one of the two that put the hurt on him. Got him a gain of eight. That is their uh, second Garland Gudger Jr. first out here in the third quarter. Your bunch has got three in this quarter. Well, we're supposed to have more than them. Well, you do this You do this quarter, you don't have to do the game. You have to do it at halftime, but you had a nice drive, and now Vima's trying to regain the lead. First down to Holly Pond 34. Sandlin gives up to Rhodes coming on the sweep left side, and he's dropped for no gain. Good, good. Let's see, you had Grazier, Faulkner, and uh, also Carson Ryan on the stop for the Broncos. You know, uh, Flash, we don't need first downs. They overrated. What we need is some more scooping scores to keep a game exciting. Well, you got two. What else do you want? Three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, hey, yeah, well, you, well, you, you, well you're Holly Potter. You're greedy. I don't know about you. Well, it's amazing, like I said, is to have a broadcast, and many years I've been doing this to see two scooping scores by the same team, and that's a Lima's dream. Rodriguez, straight up the middle, he'll pick up five, maybe six. And it looks like they'll give him five to the 29. They'll bring it up third down in five. You know, Randy, I got us a, a fountain drink. They didn't have any cans or bottles down there, but. I'm good with that. Well, it's good, but they put too much ice in mine. <laughs> I run out of drink before I got you so run out of ice. What do you put, like three or four little cubes of ice in it? Uh, yeah. Two receivers right. I'm thirsty, not hot. Sandlin off the left side, and he'll well, be stopped on a short gain. He yeah. may get to 27. Now, Grazier just kept holding on to him, and finally he wrestled him Dr. down. We had a lot of fun when Ron had to try to say Xander's name. Because it starts with an X. Yeah. <laughs> Why, the, but if you say it, Anders, the X is silent, ain't it? <laughs> Uh-oh. We're going to have a timeout. Oh, we got the end of the quarter. Okay, so... At the so at the end of the third quarter, Vinemont and Holly Pond tied at 24. You're listening to Holly Pond Broncos football on hollypondbroncos.com, W252EK, praise 98.3, and also WKUL 92.1 FM. We'll take a 60-second break. Be back for the fourth quarter, all tied at 24. Folks, we want to thank you for tuning in. We want you to go by and Check out Walker Brothers in Baylor. They have a car, they call it a carpet barn. It's where the carpet and the tile and the floor and all that. 
but man, it is right behind the old high school there. Uh, Walker Brothers owns the old high school and the building supplies across the road and the lumber yard and the carpet barns on the other side behind the old school. It is great to go in there. You can pick out kitchen, den, dining room, all kind of floor, bathroom. They've got displays set up there, so go by and see it. If you can't find what you want, you you just need to quit looking because they, they got it. Randy, somebody else got another up, update there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Who won? It's uh, Ken is uh, listening to us, and he, li- he get- oh. checks in other games too. Yeah. And he was uh, talking about the uh, the game with Brewers. They continue to lead. Okay. One now. receiver right. You'll have a wing back right, a tight end right, and they'll put the back on the left side. They'll direct snap it to Rodriguez looking for some running room. And he's got his first down in the secondary and will be near the 15-yard line. I believe they're going to get a face mask on him there, Randy, as it come down. The flag come out just as he was going to the ground. Rodriguez went down on the tackle. It was a again. He lined him up on the left side. Yeah. They direct snapped it to Rodriguez. He ran right, got a wall of blockers to his, uh, and he just got in behind it and and created a first down. It was it was an incidental face mask. Well, that's a 13 yard gain to the 15, and then you give him a five yard penalty. So that's an 18 yard play and a first and goal for the Eagles from the Holly Pond 10. <clears throat> He'll have to come out for one play. You tell he. Well, you tell he doesn't well, want well, to come well, out. Well, he don't want to come out, but the way he's walking around there, he needs a break. That's the champion portable building first down here. Right Eagles. So it'll be first. It's going to be first and goal at the Holly Pond ten. We're tied at twenty four. That ball is on the ten yard line. Eleven fifty three to go in the game. Wing back right, tied in right, one back set. Sandlin turns, gives to Henderson. Henderson stacked up at the line. He works his way to the left side and pushes away inside the five near the three before he's finally brought down. He should have been stopped back here at the nine-yard line. Instead, he's on the three-yard line now. So he got he ran like a bull in the china shop, didn't he, Mr. Stone? He Stoddard? sure did. Well, when you're talking about bull in the china shop, you're talking about the way Chris Ham played basketball. That's Maddie's dad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All righty. He was big enough to be a bull. Sandlin gives it once again to Henderson, and he's going to be just shy of the goal line. Yeah, It'll bring up third and goal. Out of way to stop on my Broncos, see if we can't get it on there. And I know we're on K-92, but flash, flash, flash can holler, go Eagles. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just let you be who you are because I know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Hey, always that goofy when I'm in the Eagles' nest anyway. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess so. I don't see you that often up here at Vima. I see you more at Holly Pond, but I don't see you hardly at Fairview. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I try not to show up too much. Yeah, I understand you. <laughs> High snap. Stanley takes it down. Oh, and he is he going to get into the end yeah. zone? He's across the goal. Touchdown. Oh, they gonna give him a yep, they're going to give him a touchdown. Yeah. The play was totally off with a high snap. But once again, Sandlin able to con- to control it 
and just looked for a quick opening. He took it left side, and he was in for the one-yard touchdown run. But gives Valmont the lead 30-24 to 24 once again as they'll go for two. Flash, we started at 12, and it's 10-22 now. Would you they'll snap it directly to Sandlin. Sandlin will run it in, yep. and so the two-point conversion is good. It'll make it 32-24, to Vinemont. You know, we got seven two-point conversions in this football game, gentlemen. Four now for Vinemont and three for you guys. <laughs> That's a ready. That's a good thing. Nobody's kicking extra points. But in the school kid can't kick it against 60 yards either. You know, I knew Flash would enjoy himself when he come up here to the broadcast booth tonight. You know, he's getting all kind of things up here. Well, I look at it like this. Uh, this game was a, a battle of teams with momentum. Yeah. And especially, like I said, last week for y'all, winning on the road, like I said, all the schools in the county this year have at least one win as a home team and one win as a road team. So you got two wins. Not been a great year for county football, but it's much, much better than Marshall County because they got three schools that are winless. <laughs> and Asbury has one win in the season and got shut out last week by Vinemont. Yeah. Now, Asbury beat uh, Brindley Mountain? 12 to nothing. 12, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then a few weeks ago, I think it was Brindley Mountain got beat 74 nothing Madison Academy. Hey, <laughs> that was a mismatch from a word go. Yeah, that's a never not. Fairview's at 34-7 in the third quarter. Hansel's winning 20-18 in the third quarter. Why is Jaden Holloway calling a fair catch out there? He took the fair catch at the 27. And we also want to mention Winston County leading Faultville 21-6. Uh, you, did you give the open score? Uh, it's 49 to 20 last yeah. I had. Okay, it still is. You got Lynn over Hubbardville, 27-13. Susan Moore still leads Cleveland, 30-6. Southeastern over Appalachian, 14-7. And Brindley Mountain over oh, Gaston, 28-14. Interesting. Oh, Gaston still scoreless, this year. I mean, oh, winless this year. We'll run the pitch to the right oh, side. And... Gibbs looking for a little bit of running room. He's going to pick up maybe three to the 30. He's going to pick up three to the 30, but the two yards of it was his not forward. Yeah, right. Well, Ron, it's interesting this year, the second-best team record-wise in the county is five and five. In this county? Yeah. West Point and Coleman five and five. February about to go nine and one. But in the second half, you've won two of your last three, and Vimas won two of the last four. Power set to the right. They'll fake the sweep. Sawyer will take it himself. He'll dive into the 33. He's going to bring up third down. Yeah, and five. It, it, it's going to be a short five from looking at the down marker. Well, he moved it back two foot now, so it's five yards. He's just not willing to give the bounce, is he? No. What I'm looking for is that official to slide that ball forward, you know. <laughs> Give us a break there. Well, you got half of the distance to get a first down, third and five. Yeah. Sawyer takes it right side, 35, oh, and cut down near the 35. He, he would he would have got there. Like, let me see that guy's number, number 12. Rodriguez. Hey, put the herd on him, boy. Fourth down. All right, boys, use eight points behind. Go ahead and go for it. It's going to be fourth down and two. Yeah, it's 844 Ball left to go in the bottom. Yeah. <clears throat> Ron, I noticed everybody's wearing their jackets. Of course, we are here up here also. Yeah. 
because we can't figure out how to get this door shut. It just will not shut. So fourth down for Holly Pond, and I think we got a timeout or a flag. It looks like we're going to have a flag. Yeah. We're going to have all sides, and you're going to get a We're going to get a Garland Gludger first down, compliments of an offside from Brian Mark. So it'll be first down at the Holly Pond 40. Garland Gludger Jr. first down. Yes. Yeah, we need to put the junior in there. Yeah, and the current temperature is 43 degrees. Is that is that the same as – yeah, but that still feels a lot better than that 26 when I got up the other morning to go to work. <laughs> you know you know what would be nice, Randy? It, I'll tell you in just a minute. Sawyer up the middle, 45, midfield, 45 and into the 42-yard line. And got another, got another Garland Gledger first down. Do you remember that old Ray Charles uh, – Ray Stevens' song, uh, The Streak, you know, look at look, look, there goes The Streak. <laughs> what, what, what would be nice if we seen old Ethel going across the field in 43-degree temperature? <laughs> Flash is wanting to see everything, so, you know, let him see Did something. Did I say that? Like, you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, let me tell you, the quarterback has got a 19-yard run for a Garland Gunter Jr. first down. There you go. <laughs> I know you like that besides yeah. about Ray Stevens. Hey, yeah. way to get him out of that. <laughs> yes, indeed. Sawyer <laughs> takes it right side. He'll be inside the 40 near the 38. Uh, yeah, sometimes you just have to get Ron out of his story. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Flash is wanting to see something different. He's seen two stupid scores. That's right. Yeah. That's that's something different. And then, to what if you'd have watched the Texas run. Tech game last night, you just saw the possum got out on the field. Yeah, oh. they, got, they got caught. <laughs> Third, second down and seven. Gibbs off right tackle. Oh, Still on, pushing his way. Well, close to the 31. Yeah. Well, one of the media outlets had a question today. Well, I asked one of the media outlets, I'll ask y'all, uh, did you watch any of the World Series? <laughs> no. No, but I, I listened to a little I, bit of it. But I didn't see any of the playoffs, period. Well, when you've got a daughter that's involved in Well, athletics. I understand your situation. Yeah. Well, well, I listened to a lot of ball games on uh, a network called WKUL at the Braves until they got put out. Third down and one for the Broncos. They'll give it to Boston. He's got his first down inside the 30 to the 28. He got his Garland Gledger Jr. first down. You know, you gotta, you're talking about putting that JR on there. Yeah. As we've got our program manager, JR, back at the studio. He said that everyone is being entertained by Ron tonight. Well, I, I don't know why. Flash is the one that's got all the excitement, you know. <laughs> I'm just doing a normal job. I just got to, you know, just got to my right. <laughs> but like I said, well, I appreciate both of you asking me to be the guest announcer tonight. I could have went somewhere else. And, uh, well, we wanted to give I, you I, the I'm at a good football game, too. That's one thing about being here. Saw you rolling left. Looking for the sidelines. He's got the 25, 20, and pushed out of bounds. You know, Randy, I didn't know we invited him. I thought Ron Jr. told him he had to have him. Yeah, yeah, I thought Ron Jr. sent him up here. It's going to be second down. Well, I don't know about the analysts. Usually our guests buy our supper. All the refreshments while we're here. Say it down in two. We'll send the ball back to the station to the program director. Uh They'll pitch it to Boston. Boston cuts back up. He's going to be – oh, did they say a fumble? Are they going to call it a fumble? 
If they call it a fumble, it'll be Vinemont football. Yeah, I don't see it marked down. And they, they scooped, but they didn't score, so Flash missed another treat here. That's right, yeah. <laughs> but Vinemont will have the football leading 32-24 with 5.32 to go in the game near that, their, that, that their 29-yard line. That might have been the break that lost the game for them, Randy. Well, that was a, that was a tough. It's gonna was, be hard. It's gonna be hard to hold him and then have time to score. That was tough because he was running in traffic and the ball got punched out. Yeah, his feet were still moving. They knocked the ball out and it looked like for a moment there might have our third scoop and score. But for Mr. Stone, he's glad that that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Taking it off the left side. It'll be Sandlin. Sandlin takes across the 35 up to the 37. Jackson Miller with the stop. I tell you what, are you keeping up with Sandlin's yardage flash? Yeah. Man, how many has he got? This? Well, he's got nine this quarter. He's got, uh, let's see, 23. Nine and 23 is 32. Then 34, he's got 57. Uh, he's got 68 yards rushing. It's going to be for the ball game now. He sure is. be second in a long two. Sandlin. Gives to Rodriguez. Rodriguez hurdles uh, yeah. his way into the first down. Diego Rodriguez with a carry. And Rodriguez jackrabbited his first down. His Garland Gludger first down. Garland Gludger Jr. So Vinemont have it first, first down, down at their 42. More importantly for Vinemont, it keeps the clock running. As Jackson will go out, he'll get a break. Uh, coming in will be Cade. Cade, we, we need to see Cade get another couple of good tackles. Sandlin gives Rodriguez on the sweep, <laughs> and he is going to be dropped for no gain. Diego Rodriguez. And uh, Olinger and uh, Gra Grazier and Olinger on, on the tackle. Second and 10. He, re under. he really got no gain at all on that play. Clock under four minutes. Yeah, well, you've got you got to make minutes. a stop on this series to have, sure a, have, have a shot, and you got to stop them pretty quick for you to have time to get another touchdown. It'll be a direct snap to to Rock. No, it's a Henderson. Oh, Henderson got first down. He's opening 40, 30. 20, 10, 5, and touchdown for Henderson. Yeah. Henderson, he's 11th grader, 5'9", 165 pounds. 57 yards. 57 yards. Yeah, well, he cut I'm back. Going, he, he, he done wiped out uh, Sandlin's yards altogether, hadn't he? When he cut Didn't back he? against the grain, it's like the defense just parted, and he was off to the races. Okay. 38-24, Vinemont leads. Are, 323 to go in the game as they'll be going for two. Bucket shuffle here now. They'll snap it to Sandlin. Sandlin throwing, and it's good for the two-point conversion. Man, I could have seen that set up up here. I wonder why they didn't. Okay, so it's going to be hard. We'd have to have a miracle to come back and win this game, 323, because we're down 16 points now. 
If you got a score that time. Yeah. Oh. Corey Robinson scoreboard that day, fourth quarter, Fairview Aggies 41, Randolph 7. A win tonight, and George Redding will have career win 117 to tie Ray Talley for the most wins at one school in Coleman County. Fourth quarter, Hansel 20, East Lawrence 18. In the fourth quarter, Addison is pounding Shields Christian 44 to 6. Fourth quarter, Oakland over to the Meat Tigers 49 to 20. That's a Corey Robinson scoreboard update from the flash. And you've got Winston County leading Faultville 21 to 6. Land over Hubbardville 42 27. You got any uh, updates on the Brewer uh, Danville score? Uh, last one I saw, 42 to seven. Uh, Brewer was leading. Susan Moore still over Cleveland, 30 to six. Still 14 to seven. Southeastern over Appalachian. And uh, all the all y'all's points scored. I meant to tell you, Eckenrod scored points scored for that 40 points for Vinemont there. Eckenrod's located on Highway 157 in Coleman. Jaden will take it at the 25, 30, 35, and go down to 36. Jaden Holloway brings the ball up. Okay, so they go mark him back to the 35. I'm like know, you, Randy. I'm not how. I really I don't, don't know how because he was on the 36 when he went down. Well, and uh, he grabbed him and swung him around. And, you know. Yeah, but it's not where you grab him. It's where you end up. He threw him down on the 36. Yeah. How often do you do a football game, gentlemen, where all you do is two-point conversions and we're eight for eight? I've, uh, I've not seen it very much. It's just like both teams are running something. The other one can't stop. Wow. Empty backfield, three receivers right, two left. Sawyer throws across the middle. Pass is caught by Gibbs at the midfield, 45-40. Cuts back right oh, side. Man. Finally brought down near the 33-yard line. Yeah, that was uh, Will Hyatt with a stop. That's 32 yards on a pass play. Longest pass play tonight for you guys in Holly Pond. Uh, here, and looks like we're, we got a timeout. Looks like someone called a timeout. Yeah. Might have been Vimont. Flash, I meant to tell you, you're talking about these two-point conversions. You know, it's mm-hmm. amazing to you. Yeah. If you'll just play, watch Holly Pond play, they'll amaze you all the time, buddy. <laughs> Whether they win or lose, you, you will be amused. Well, <laughs> well, we're glad to have them tonight. This is our fifth game on WKUL this year of Coleman County Battles. We opened the season. We had the wild one with West Point down 20 to nothing. The big good old 49-32. Second week was up here as the Raiders outscored Vimon 39 to 20. Then we also had Fairview 42 to 14 over West Point uh, a month ago. While y'all were celebrating your first win of the season, the good old Raiders went to Hanson and threw a 28 nothing shutout. And uh, now tonight we get uh, the Holly Pond Broncos and the Vimon Eagles in a uh, high-scoring fair. We still got over three minutes to play here at Marshall Stadium. Yeah, Ken just checked back in. He said that a 55-yard drive, Brewer scored again, 49-7. Well, the boy, boy Patriots uh, he got happy, ain't he? Well, well, after last week when they uh, lost the opportunity to get to the playoffs because they threw a pick six in the final 20 seconds when they were driving to try to tie the game with West Point. Sawyer throws right side picked and off. picked off. Picked off. They tried to run an ISO to the right side. They had four receivers left. And a great play by the defensive back. I believe that was that. Uh, was that? Was that? Who's that going to be? Adams has done the pick. The, I mean, he did. He had great inside position, and he played it. He played it all the way inside, really, really well. Screened off the receiver. 
jumped up and took the pass. Uh, that, I was mean, that was number 22, Malachi Adams is the one that done the interception there, Randy. Well, he, he played it perfectly. So the turnover will go. That'll be second turnover in two possessions. It'll give it back to Vinemont. They'll have it inside their 10-yard line. They'll run it directly to the right side. Got a little little opening. And once again, outside 20, 30. And out to the 36-yard line was Henderson. That's going to be 27 yards. His last two runs have been good for 84 yards. Henderson, hey, he come alive here in the second quarter. Second half. Well, this the last two times he's run the ball off the right side, and that's kind of been there a lot tonight. They're getting more blockers than we've got defenders on that side of the field. And it's once you screen off two of them, get a couple good blocks to go along with it. And you he, know, he's got he's got running lanes. And he got that first down compliments of Garland Gudger Jr., state senator. They'll give it to him once again and he'll get to the thirty nine. So it'll be second down, second down and seven. And Grazier was a man that made the stop that time. Alexander Clock Grazier. Heading under two minutes to go in the game, 40 to 24, Vimont leads. They'll get set to travel northeast next Friday night for the playoff game. 150 remaining in your ball game. Tight formation. They'll give it to Rodriguez sweeping left. And actually, he may lose yardage. I think he's going to go down back at the 38. It's going to bring up third down with that loss. It's going to be third and seven. So Holly Pond will take a timeout. Well, we got a minute 35. We're hoping to get the ball back and put another well, score on the you got to get a stop here on third down. you got to force the kick. You get an opportunity for a possession. If you can hit a big play, get in the end zone, go for the kick. onside kick, and try to have one one last opportunity to try to tie the ball game. At Cleveland last week, that was the way they was playing it up until the man run out of bounds with nine seconds left to go. Well, like I was talking about our game last week with Brewer and West Point, Brewer was driving the ball on fourth and short. They went with a misdirecting pass. They went at it on the short side of the field, tried to throw against the green, and the defensive back for West Point intercepted and went 80 yards down the field and cleared the playoff berth for them with 20 seconds remaining. So the Don Farley Tour, he's going to retire after the season, will continue next Thursday. West Point and Ramsey from historic Legion Field in Birmingham. I'll be on WKUL with Rich Jesse in the flash. Pepsi pregame next Thursday at 640. Kickoff from the old gray lady in Birmingham at 7. When I played for Tarrant City, Ramsey was always one of our big games. You give it sweeping right side, and Ron, if he's going to have his first down, they're going to move the chains, and that will keep the clock running. Henderson took it out just outside to about the 49. That's a champion portable building. And that, that, should, that should give them the final possessions enough to run the clock out. Right. And that first down was sponsored by State Senator Garland Rudger Jr. He represents District 4, Senate District 4 here right here in Coleman. He goes over into Winston County.
Sandlin in the pistol. He'll roll it right himself, and he'll be taken down at the Holly yeah, Pond 44. He'll be. Down by <laughs> you know, Mustangers had a big game tonight. Yeah. Uh, there's no telling. He's well into double digits on tackles. Holly Pond with only three seniors. So you've got everyone coming back. You've got some big kids coming up off the middle school. It'll be the first time we've had size in a while. Bymont will uh -oh. go to victory formation. They'll snap it to Sandlin. He'll take a knee at the 48, and that will be the final play of the game. Bymont will win this one 40-24 here tonight. And Vinemont will go to four and six on the season. Holly Palm will finish at two and eight. Uh, Ron, you want to, before we go to a break here, you want to just mention our sponsors by name real quick? Yeah. Talisa Shackles, your Alpha agent in Holly Palm, Walker Brothers in Baileyton for all your building supply needs. Affordable tire and automotive and welding. Traditions Bank. Traditions Mortgage Company, Holly Pond Animal Clinic in downtown Holly Pond, Citizens Bank and Trust, Hopper's Family Pharmacy and Market in Fairview, Mullins Body Shop on Highway 31 South in Coleman, Merchants Bank of Alabama, Randall Shedd, Alabama House District 11 representative, Holly Pond Supermarket, The Rough House, Farmers Poultry and Supply, Moss Service and Funeral Home, Holly Pond Tire and Lube, Stewart's Auto Parts, Halls RV in Albertville, Heritage Dental, Dr. Brad McKinney, Alabama Well Presses on Eva Road, Dan Stevens, Alabama Health Guidance, Sullivan Photography and Travel, The Spirit Shop, The Awards Palace, Adams Building Company in Bluntsville, and Epic Car Washington. And are we going to turn it over to Flash Man Thornton? We are going to. We're we, going to take a. We're going to take a two-minute break, and be back. You've been listening to Holly Pond Broncos football on hollypondbroncos.com, WKUL 92.1 FM, W252EK 98.3, praise them. So we'll take a two-minute two timeout and be back with Flash's uh, game recap. And, look, and, again, we want to thank everyone for being with us tonight. And we will see you on the 17th. Randy, is that our first game? 16th. 16th. We will. Be the 16th and the 17th. Okay. We got two games back to back, and they're both at home, Good. so we can set up, leave everything. So you won't have to, I guess. And, and I got us some new stools. Have you have you the got one, the other the one, one put together? Well, I ain't got it put together, but I put it together real quick. The okay. one that I got the other day and carried home, that thing's still so <laughs> wobbly. So. We're gonna have three pretty good ones, or we're, no, we're gonna have two two real good ones, and I'm not even gonna bring the other one since it's wobbly. Mm -hmm. so I'm afraid to throw somebody in the floor. I'll just get another one. Okay, go back and get 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 a good one. As both teams go out to the center of the court, there. Yeah, it was, you know proud. we had a few penalties here and there, but it was really good sportsmanship tonight. Both teams played really really hard. One thing that did hurt Holly Pond a little bit was, uh, you know, the injury to. Uh, um, to to uh, Cawthorn because he's one of your one of your biggest linemen may be the biggest lineman. <clears throat> yeah, he no. Uh, Ryland Miller weighs two sixty five. Cochran weighs two fifty two. But both of them will be back next year. Ron, have you got the seniors flagged? 
The I don't. If you got them, you're talking about for buying money for Holly Pond. Holly Pond, we ain't got the three, so I've got them. Yeah, Gaden I'll, Holloway's one of them. Yeah, I'll mention them before I kick it to and Flash. Tristan, Tristan Hibbett. Yeah, I'll mention it before we kick, kick it to Flash. Yes. And, uh, Kobe McCoy, the other one. Who's the other one? Yes, yeah, McCoy, Hibbert, and uh, Holloway. They're all right at the top of the page. Yeah, we hate Tristan Hibbert. Got his neck broke at the Cold Springs game. Didn't get to finish out the season. Back at Vinemont tonight, Vinemont a forty to forty to twenty four winner over Holly Pond. As uh, both teams will be doing the alma mater. Uh, one thing it's we've really seen a lot of this year is the sportsmanship shown by the players and coaches of both teams. Is the visiting team will do their alma mater, and then the home team will do theirs. And both teams uh, stands and faces the crowd. Uh, we also want to mention the three seniors for Holly Pond, Kobe McCoy, Tristan Hibbert. Uh, Tristan was injured in the Cold Springs game. And also Jaden Holloway. That's the three that graduate for Holly Pond. We really, they've had good careers. We've enjoyed watching them play. And with that, we're going to turn it over to Flash for his uh, postgame report. Welcome to the Finishing Touch Body Shop and Detail postgame show. Finishing Touch Body Shop and Detail, over 35 years serving Coleman, surrounding area zone 2231 Alabama 69 South in Dodge City, 256-287-2497. 24-hour towing, locally owned and operated, collision repair specialists, Finishing Touch Body Shop and Detail. Hi, everybody. The Flash Johnny Thornton. And been enjoying this evening a lot of fun of football with Randy Burks, Ron Stone, HollyPondBroncos.com, a WKO game of the week, and it was a pretty good one. It took two touchdowns by the Bayman Eagles in the fourth quarter to break a 24-24 tie. The Eagles 40, the Broncos 24. Holly Pond finishes the year competitively at 2-8. Vinemont 4-6. The Eagles are the fourth seed out of the Region 7, Class 3A. They will be playing next week. Against the top seed from Region 6, that is the Sylvania Rounds up in DeKalb County. Interesting note now, as I talked about in the pregame show presented by Pepsi, the last four second halves were Vimon Eagle football, 4-1, and 3-2, and 3-2, 3-2. A second half football team they are with 13 wins in the last 20 regular season games of second half football. And the Eagles now have some momentum going in. They know they got their hands full coming up next uh, Friday in the town of Sylvania up above Rainsville in the first round of the playoffs. Let's take a look at the scoreboard tonight. We already have another game going final, a team with a lot of momentum. Heading to the postseason, eight wins and two losses for the Addison Bulldogs. They won six in a row as they whip up on Shorts Christian tonight at A.J. Hicks Stadium. They will be playing a playoff game next week at Addison tonight. The Bulldogs, 44-6. Another game's going final, and for you friends that live across the creek from Holly Pond, happy news tonight for the Fairview Aggies. A 41-7 victory over the Randolph Raiders. 9-1 on the season for Coach Redding. 5-0 at Dapper Smith Stadium. Most importantly as well for George Redding, career win number 117. That ties him with Ray Talley, 
as the winningest coach at one school in Coleman County. And congratulations to the Aggies with the win tonight after the tough loss last week. Fairview next week will be hosting the John Carroll Catholic Cavaliers from Birmingham. That'll be next Friday. And that'll be on 92.1 FM with yours truly, Rich Jesse and Pete Kirby. In the fourth quarter, the Hansel Bulldogs are leading the East Lawrence Eagle 26-18. If that keeps up, then the the three years of Ryan Brewer being at Hansville, they've ended the regular season with wins. Two years ago, it was against Elkmont. Last year, they beat East Lawrence at Ray Talley Stadium. They're winning up in Lawrence County in the fourth quarter, 26-18. So those are scores that Flash has. Uh, Meek is getting pounded tonight at home to the Oakland Wildcats, 49-26. to Everybody else had denied all because the good old Raiders finished the season at 3-7. and The Coach Ring Eagles ended the season last week at 4-6. and Playoff bound, but the uh, week uh, off this week being idle. The Coleman Bearcats and the West Point Warriors, 5-5. Five and five. The Bearcats will be going to Clay Chalkville in the first round of Class 6A next week. Next Thursday from Legion Field in Birmingham, the West Point Warriors and the Ramsey Rams in the opening round of Class 5A play. Gentlemen? Again, we appreciate Flash being with us tonight. Uh, it was neat having all three of us here together. And we also want to mention our basketball coverage will begin on November the 16th at home. We'll have a game on the 16th and the 17th. The girls will play next week at Coleman, but our actually broadcast will begin on the 16th. And, Ron, anything? Well, I, I enjoyed playing with, uh, being here with two professionals. and <laughs> we, we, we didn't get to win, so I didn't get to sing my alma mater. And nobody had a birthday this week, so I didn't get to sing happy birthday. So I know tune, how in, tune in the 16th because I'm disappointed that I didn't get to play it. And I'm sure my fans miss my thing. Uh, they, they always are disappointed <laughs> when they don't get to hear you sing. Uh, folks, we enjoyed it. And we will see you. Flash, you can come out and do a couple of basketball games with us. And well, I'll take my Well, speaking of basketball for us tomorrow at com, we got the championship of the Vimont Girls Tip-Off Classic 230, the Vimont Lady Eagles, and the Ardmore Tigers with yours truly. Look forward to that. Of course, tomorrow on 92.1 FM, 12 o'clock, the Tiger Tailgate Show, 3 o'clock from Music City, Auburn Tigers, Vanderbilt Commodores, as the Tigers try to go for their second consecutive win in Southeastern Conference play. We look forward to that. (coughs) And again, excuse me, it was a lot of fun to be with y'all tonight, and we certainly enjoyed it. Good ball game here. We expected that and lived up the expectations, even though many people may not think that the 16-point difference in, difference in the uh, final score indicates how close this ball game was. It went into the fourth quarter tied at 24. The Vimont Eagles finished with 373 yards of offense. The Broncos had 175, but most notable for Holly Pond and I had a couple of scooping scores from uh, Mr. Ryan of 80 yards. And uh, the young man, Mr. Faulkner. Faulkner, from 50 yards, that kept Holly Pond in the ballgame. They had a pretty good job in the second half of 136 yards of offense, but they had a fumble and an interception in the fourth quarter, and that uh, hurt their opportunities to try to pull off an upset against a playoff-bound team that's going to the playoffs for the fourth straight year. Yeah, and you were driving. You were down uh, around the 20-yard line of Vinemont. The second effort, the leaning forward, the fighting in traffic, the ball gets punched out, and then Vimont turns and converts on that turnover. We make a few plays downfield again, get in territory, throw a deep pass, 
on a little go pattern. Good play by the defensive back. But like I said, well played, real good ball game. Both squads, Vimont played really good tonight, come out with a victory. And again, we appreciate everyone listening at home. You've been listening to Holly Pond Broncos football on hollypondbroncos.com. And this is the Finishing Touch Body Shop and Detail post-game show. Finishing Touch Body Shop and Detail. Over 35 years serving Coleman and surrounding areas at 2231 Alabama 69 south to Dodge City. 287-2497. 24-hour towing. Locally owned and operated. Collision repair specialists. A reminder, next week on 92.1 FM and WKWO.com, we got playoff football Thursday from Legion Field in Birmingham, West Point Warriors and the Ramsey Rams. Next Friday from Dapper Smith Stadium, the Fairview Aggies versus the John Carroll Cavaliers. For the entire staff and management at WKUL, for Director of Programming JR, for General Manager Ron Mosley Sr., and for the Holly Pond Tanner tonight, the longtime veterans of Mr. Stone and Mr. Burt, the Flash Johnny Thorne, thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful rest of the weekend as we say so long from Mark Sprinter Stadium in Vimon, Alabama. <laughs>